Hello everybody! Wow, I keep forgetting that button does that, but how are we all doing? I hope you're doing well. This is episode 6 of the Clip It podcast, the greatest podcast on Twitch. That hasn't been watched by Dr. Disrespect or Shroud. Kind of annoying, but you know, it'll get in there. Um, Today we're going to be talking about what we think is going to happen in the next 10 years, giving some predictions and uh, potentially, you know, giving some truth bombs out there of what we truly think is going to happen. So it's going to be a fun episode. Personally, I uh, I think that Dr. Disrespect will be let out of prison due to a lack of charges and start a new streaming website called Brine. Brime, sorry. He's going to make absolute billions off that due to the shares. I also think my South Tactical TV is going to be the next number one uh, Twitch streamer in the UK, getting half a million views for each stream and going to be starting on a new TV series on what it's going to be like being tall. I also think that Clip It podcast crew, the wonderful lads that we do this with, are going to be spending the next 10 years figuring out how in the fucking world I managed to do that. However, the Delicious is going to lose 2 billion on uh, some issues during a fight and you know he's going to be starting from the bottom again and lastly i think agent oink will also become the prime minister i know it's a big claim but i truly think that's going to happen and he's going to cut all ties with the us and russia and decide to make the eu an entire big country then ash you know is going to find out that uh, this is all happened and he's going to try and topple the uh, plans to do so it's going to be interesting to see what happens those are just my predictions and that's what i personally think is going to happen so yeah that's just going to be fun um anyway shall we introduce the rest of the crew i uh, i love these guys these wonderful people are what make this podcast what it is so again thank you guys for that thank you guys for watching and enjoy the show Oh, let's introduce them. Hello, everybody. How are we doing today? Hello. Yeah, I'm doing good. That's good to drop hear. Drop some truth bombs on y'all. Yep. So drop the truth bombs, bro. Hashtag clip it podcast. Hashtag, Hashtag it's like a rack, but 2.0. Oh, that got you dark. can't handle oh, the truth. Oh, jeez, talking about Bush again. Um, <laughs> a fun you know, conversation, <laughs> oh, I saw that conversation. It did look quite interesting. But we are doing something different in this uh, podcast. So if there are any technical issues, I do apologize. I am recording this one as of request from <gasps> Delicious because. How I normally do it is download it from Twitch, and uh, I don't. I do apologise if Alfie did mention. I do apologise. <laughs> Both of you probably did. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But we're just. It makes it easier. It makes it takes one less step out of the system, and I can get the videos up on the channel much sooner. Um, so yeah, I, I feel like this is going to be a fun topic. We're going to go into some serious stuff. Also, just go into some silly stuff. Stuff that you know, it just it just make us enjoy this podcast, and I do hope you guys do. Ooh, hope you're doing well, uh, Corporal. And uh, you know what? Let's just start this off by how do you guys feel the world's going to change in the next 10 years? <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry. Right. Um, yeah, Alfie, your, your thoughts? Um, a lot of bad for a while. I think we're on a, gonna down, a downturn like overall. Mm. There's going to be a lot of sort of strife and chaos and wars picking up i think technology's like gonna be dope though china north korea and russia are gonna are gonna really sort of get to the point where the international community has to start taking a stand mm. and 
like we've always known, it's probably going to be messy and probably going to result in military conflict, which ain't so great. But on a positive side, yeah, there's some really good shit going on in technology. I think battery tech is the shit that I'm most excited for because the second we get denser energy storage, you know, we're looking at electric planes, mm. all that shit, and, and that's going to be amazing. I mean, like, it's that literally last days cool and good for the environment, but also just like you know, they're quiet and cool. Well, not quiet, but they're quieter. You know, it's cool. Mm. It's not like you cool. get on a plane and go, "Shit, this is loud." Oh <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> depends yeah, on the plane. Yourself. It really does depend on the plane. <laughs> to an extent, it even depends on the airline. Um, oh yeah. Actually, that kind of I I wish uh, we could talk about this topic. Um, that kind I mean, of goes fair, into uh, go, goes into our new favorite game coming out soon. Being oh, personally, I'm quite excited for it. It's not actually that expensive. Um, it's it's reasonably priced. Oh, the thing is, the the, the one thing I was really worried for people oh, who don't know, we're talking about flight simulator. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was really worried they would go for a oh, subscription based okay. system just because they're using Bing Maps. Well, that's that's the thing. I think there what? could still what be a, a weird subscription. Reason. What a weird reason think, to think they yeah. were going for subscription services. Okay, oh, yeah, that's Bing Maps. It's, it's a little more than just renowned that, but... for subscription services. <laughs> it's Microsoft we're talking about. Subscribe to get to your destination. Yep. But yeah, like I, I, I feel like there could still be a subscription mm. in the game somewhere, and that does worry me mm. because at that point they're going to support. I, I definitely don't think that. Um. You know, I don't think there's going to be microtransactions as such. I think they'll still be using, you know, the sort of DLC model in terms of um, actual mm. additions and aircraft and that. But I don't think there'll be microtransactions at like a store or an in-game currency. I don't think they'd ever go for that. You saying that um, the basic version has thirty planes? I can't actually remember the numbers. Yeah, I think, I think it's thirty no, planes. No. That's the advanced version. Oh, no, it's, it's twenty planes. 30, twenty. Twenty planes. Twenty. Twenty-five. Thirty. Isn't I it? Think. Twenty planes. Thirty airports. And then it's uh, something like that. But, sure, like, whatever, but you both, and we spoke about this a few weeks ago um, when we first found out about the, like when we started talking about this game, um, when we were talking about games we were excited for. I think that was mm. like two weeks ago. You both nailed it on the head of you'll be paying for planes and airports. Oh, yeah. yeah, but I mean, you had two on the last one, which is but yeah. what gave me that <laughs> to, to be fair, to not give me a failure much credit, we were literally just doing exactly how the last one works. Fair, mm. that's fair. But it does look really good. And again, for, what was it, £60? Pound, yeah. 30 oh, planes. it's going to be one of the best simulator experiences Definitely. ever. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. So I've always been Go sort of into my flight but... sims. But I'll... I'm not too fussed about, like, yeah, having more airports is nicer. Um... Obviously, in the original, there were, God, I don't know if an official number, but hundreds that you didn't need to download, but they were less detailed. Some of them were literally just dirt. Um, but I always ended up using, like, one or two. I generally always go for San Francisco, I believe. I don't know why, but it's always... Choice, yeah. yeah, it's been one that I've stuck with. So that doesn't bother me. What bothers me, though, a little bit, is the planes, because it's... A smallish amount, to be fair. And yeah, they're all going to be super well modelled. And yeah, it's more than, I guess, other flight simulators like DCS, technically. And probably more than the original Oh, and let's, let's just add, DCS is, you get two planes with the base game, yeah. three games, and then, and then each of every other plane is, like, £30 for the cheapest, up to £80 per oh, plane. Oh, less than £30, let's, let's okay. be fair. I, um, but uh, yeah, it's up to, like, like I, I know the newest, like, F... F18A? I can't actually remember what the newest one they released is. 
But that was like a good like sixty I to think eighty the pound. Fourteen's one of the newer ones. Yeah, and that was ridiculous money to pay just for that. Again, they are <laughs> stupidly like they are military grade like simulation. If I'm not wrong. Oh, absolutely. But it's so. and again, I know Microsoft Flight Sim is about commercial flights, but looking at oh, the sorry. list, there's only like. I, let me just get the list now, because there's only three aircraft that I was interested in. I was definitely like something, and we we toyed around the idea in the Discord. Highly recommend going join it. It's in the uh, Actually, I'm just in the panels. Discord, because I posted um, it in there. We were toying with the idea of you know all like just having a go on it. Um, even if you were to, so if you're one of the lucky ones who doesn't have Game Pass or you just make a new account, first month is a pound. Um, and I'm almost certain you get uh you get the game for free with Game Pass. You'd get a, you get the game for a pound for a month just to try it out, have a bit of fun. Um, I know some of you out there are going to have to use that month to just download it because it's what 150 oh, you're gigabytes. Me. Uh, <laughs> but... Sorry, no, I've just. Oh, sorry, I let you go. Well, I was looking at the list of airports and airplanes that were coming out, and I wasn't going to care about the airports at all. Is London dumbass there? the only? Yeah, it. Well, yeah, it's one of the uh, top premium ones. We'll call it. Okay. Oh wait. Oh. Fucking San Francisco, the only one that I mentioned. Yeah. At the very bottom of the list, the top premium only. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I, like I said, it doesn't matter that much. I'll probably just move over to. Which of these? Oh, Los to Angeles be, is there. It is. I just moved fair, to LAX. San Francisco folk that would obviously, you know, people that live in San Francisco would be quite likely to want to fly in and out of San Francisco. Um, nice. don't have homes yeah. because of the housing crisis, so they probably do have a bit of extra money to splash. So that's good. <laughs> God damn it. So um, a... but you yeah, know, like, so the in my opinion, if you want to try the game out, if you want to, if you want to make an account, and get Xbox Live for a pound, try it for a month. If you don't, mm. it's still eight pound for a month. If I'm not wrong, maybe gone up to ten. That's I think a, it's that's, 10.99. that's still really cheap for a game that's sixty, and you get to try it for a month. Um, yeah. Like obviously, it's technically I I I don't. Know, some people look at it as a paid demo, but I really don't give two shits. It's it's a game that you're either gonna really want to play or not. Mm. Um, mm. but on the subject of what I was saying about aircraft writer, again, I know it's a commercial one. I'm trying to. I'm looking now. The aircraft that specifically interests me. I I wouldn't say the one five two, but I would just because <laughs> that's the default like plane. If you see what I mean. So yeah. that's a given. It, okay. You do have a 747, and then the only other plane I'm interested in particularly is the Icon. I've loved the Icon for years. So that's pretty, yeah. And that's part of the standard package. I mean, so it's interesting for me because I am mm. not like as into aviation as Phelan. Hello. You know, you're pretty into it. But mm. I still really quite like planes and, and aviation in general. It's just that I'm not, you know completely obsessed with it like failing is it's weird um so for me like the planes that interest me 747 no i hate the 747 i love the 747 it'd be fun to fly that's actually i say it's conscious but it's not really it's always been a a love-hate thing but like i don't know i have i have a lot of problems with 747 i would still argue boeing apart from all of the things i have against boeing but well yeah okay boeing have really gone downhill especially the plane that interests me the most and i'm gonna ignore anything that's Mm. in the deluxe or premium list for like airports and thing we're talking about because i'm just just not gonna purchase them i'm sorry i don't have the money that's a good point what version Um, i assume you just get the standard version yeah you do you just get the standard version actually yeah i hope so you just you just get the standard version um yeah but for me, it would definitely be the Airbus A320neo, just because I, be I like Airbus planes, and I like Airbus a lot. I, I want to fly the Cessnas. I, I, 
I have a um a flight stick which makes flying that yeah. feel more uh, like I'm actually flying an airbus. Well, I, mean, I don't have nice. a yoke or anything. The sensors are going to be fun. Yoke, bro. I do kind of want it. Um, but no, it'll just be interesting. I'll definitely give it a try with Xbox. Uh, Xbox Gold. Um, mm. We were toying with the idea as well of you know my 24-hour stream will be me flying across the country or the world. Sorry. Yeah, it was not um, the country. Although I could see the world. Either of which taking you. Will I do the Amelia Earhart challenge of going around the world, go to each of those? The one that you gloriously failed because you tried flying into a bloody pyramid. I'm not sure glorious around. is the term that I would <laughs> yeah, gloriously. use, but you know. Um, yeah. I guess I, I Scott Manley. I want to, like, obviously the first thing anyone's going to do in the game, like Phelan said, is just boot it up and fly. Like, like no, you're yeah. just going to give it a go, see what, see what it's like. No one's going to go in straight doing some advanced shit. But I definitely feel like I, I probably would consider streaming, um, you know, some something. I don't know. Not sure where to yet. Hmm. Possibly like a, a longer flight. Bit of terrain. You know, I feel like yes. Um, with like the map generation and the quality of that, I I really want to test out like a long haul flight, right? Something like um, mm. I don't know, like UK to Japan or like America to Japan or just see or how like that. good the map is. I just, is what I want to try. Just, yeah, just get a feel for like how how it is to actually fly like that long a distance across like that very you know terrain and such, right? How's the map actually going to hold up? I'm interested to see I'm how the ocean's going to look I mean, as well. Suggest, so. mm. Yeah. Good uh, it is a beautiful looking game. They've done a, an amazing job at recreating the world, basically. It'd be interesting mm, it to see so how impressive. they do the loading. Um, obviously, like if I'm, I, I, I'm going off from what I heard ages ago, but if I'm not wrong, it was, it's uh, sort of cloud-based how they generate the world. Um, from right. what I remember, and obviously this was a while ago, they may have changed it, the game's been in development for a long time. Mm. It streams the data to your PC. Mm. You need a constant, yeah. strong internet connection. Um, and you can select the quality of what it's loading based on your internet connection. And I don't know, but I definitely said I wanted them to be able to... Uh, I want to be able to pre-download regions like you can on Google Maps on a phone. Right. Um, I want to be able to say, like, this area around JFK, right? As in the airport, not not li like literally JFK. Um, <laughs> you know, I want to like save this area in the highest quality. And like, sure, that's going to be a lot of gigabytes. But if you have the hard drive space, like, I definitely think you should be able to do that. Oh um, yeah, I certainly. It'd be do. interesting. But I'm not sure if that will be the case or not. Again, yeah. I feel like we're going to try it out, and I'm interested to see how the multiplayer works. Um, yeah. yeah. The first oh the the flight similar was my uh, first flight sim had quite a decent community um loads of servers up and mm. anybody who watches the uh air control tower videos it, it's definitely yeah. an interesting community but i'm, I'm interested would... to see if they have that in the new one if they have um oh almost they've got i hope so because that would, would be so I much would fun cautiously um substitute decent community with active community there because um, yeah, it was active, but however I'd call it decent is a different thing. Mm. I definitely would if I could. If if they have, obviously, you you have to have some knowledge of what you're doing. But I would just love to stream mm. like an hour of just being in an air control tower. Just I feel like it'd be a lot of fun. Um, if you get the right. Yeah, server. I don't think that would be a good idea for anyone who was trying to fly. <laughs> I know no, that's yeah. what I mean. Um, there you go. So, you know, no, yeah, I mean, I definitely would love to, <clears throat> sorry, do like a long haul flight and like properly handle all the ATC myself and that. 
Because that would just be really fun. And I feel like we should all try and... Um, I'd be terrified if you were on the other end. Yeah, I was going to I, I was gonna say we should all try and fly in formation. The same flight. Oh, absolutely. That'd be great fun. Um, we're going to aerial roof your bitch. To be fair, we also... Yeah, I'm saying we need to do TCS again, because that's... Yeah, no, it will be fun. I will definitely all be getting the game and potentially streaming it, so... That's uh, 18th of August. Is it yeah, coming out? too far away now. 18th of August, yeah. Yep, 18th so. of August. So yeah, we'll definitely. Be, I'll definitely be streaming it. I hope you do do join me on the matter of just playing it or streaming or recording. Oh, you definitely. should make actually that should be your comeback to YouTube, uh, Delicious or Phelan. You should just make a video on it. Wow, Delicious or Phelan. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, yeah, we'll see. I'm interested to see something that I never fussed with, but was always there. But like, I know why they did it, but like I so said, I never touched it. Was they had. Um, accessibility options to the point where, like, you could change the flight characteristics, the weather, the physics, like, just mm. on, a, like, uh, what was it, like a realism scale for multiple things, mm -hmm. which, of course, I always just whacked up to max, because that's what I was playing a simulator for. I mean, to be fair, MFSX wasn't particularly realistic in terms of its actual no. uh, physics simulations, but for its era, it was decent. Mm. But I wonder now if they're going to, um include options like that again or if they're gonna say you know no it's a simulator play a simulator yeah, yeah. the other thing i force people into it kind of goes into the same thing actually i'm kind of interested in is are they gonna go and stick with you know airliners and like like public uh public small craft um or are they gonna Where's go the into ones? like exotic planes like bring like bring the uh sr-71 in or the u2 I will... or some other i, I, I would predict fun planes. stick to mostly popular planes that range from personal aircraft you know you know one one or two man well like one Business. two four people um that people are generally owning or you can take short trips to places on through to you know medium size passengers to large passengers i, I don't think there's really going to be anything that exotic because mm. because that's kind of always what they focused on not that's necessarily a bad large thing. Large passengers. Far Cry 6 is confirmed well, 2021. That makes sense. I'm not, like, you can get large passenger planes that aren't wide bodies and such forth. You can carry Americans on large passenger planes. <laughs> oh my god. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I, I don't want to cut this short. We'll definitely have to talk about it more. Like, as mentioned, I will definitely be streaming it. You say that, like, uh, and it sounds like you're cutting it short. To be fair, I'm just... It does. Mentioned. Um, Phelan, <laughs> you, will, you will know enough about Airbus planes, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, a decent amount. I don't know why I just said enough about providing any context to what I was on about. Mm. Um, yeah, you'll know a decent amount about Airbus planes, I'd hope. You know how Twitch has a policy of certain words being questionable on stream? There's I think Airbus word. will be fine. Oh, oh, yes. Absolutely. I'm, I'm genuinely wondering where Twitch would stand on that. Wait, can you put it in chat so I can read it but not oh, uh, show it? No, you're or... getting a video of this. Oh, okay. But yeah, no, so I, I just wanted to, uh, we kind of went off topic there for a good 20 we minutes. Did. You know, we um, were like, we're going to discuss the future of the planet. So by the way, Microsoft oh, Flight Simulator. Also, Boeing oh, do it too, to be fair. Okay, no, I think that word's going to be fine. Obviously, which are getting a lot better at context. Um, and so I feel like if you're playing that game, they're going to like be, oh, that's that's fine, obviously. You, you have no control in that. Maybe they might have a certain, I doubt it though. Um, but, to be fair, Airbus can land and take off their planes completely automatically now, like most, in almost any situation. Aren't most planes? Oh, yeah, I was going to say, aren't most planes? All planes are basically, um, are basically auto flown when they're in the air. It's just humans who 
take them off and <laughs> yeah, land them. That's um, very different from taking off and landing, though, which yeah. is the point I was making. Yeah, but again, I don't think they're going to go autonomous for a long time for the same reason of would you get into a fully autonomous car or the average yes. human? Yes. Yes. Okay, if, if I have seen Airbus's demonstration of their technology for fully autonomous takeoff and landing, mm. and while obviously Airbus hasn't deployed it yet, I would happily get in that plane. I'd say, from concern. what I know, there are still it pilots exists. Behind the controls, on... So, like, if something goes wrong, they can just take over. It, it like, it's fine. I'm fairly certain it exists. I can't remember to what extent on um some, especially the more recent, but even like some seven four seven models, I believe. The Concorde I mean, like, was a. You've got ILS, which oh, does. I wonder really if they bring the Concorde into it. Like ILS should not be considered autonomous landing, and it's an important distinction. Okay, yeah, no, um, sorry. Maybe. This is me being not. This is me being genuine, but I would love to see them bring some retro planes into it, like the Concorde. I mean, yeah, like it's a DOC, so even classic. So yeah. I can understand why they would bring something like that in. It still suits passengers and that. So it would be a beautiful. I mean, it would be a fun not, plane not to fly. In military sense. It'd be a fun mm. point oh, yeah. to fly, definitely. Um, I mean, you can go the same speed as can't it. Can't wait to burst like, into fire on all of the other planes. <laughs> can't wait to burst. Wow. Um, anyway, yeah, we were getting off topic. Uh, 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 Don't think we were. Somehow. Um, but no, I'd definitely be playing it when it comes out and um, streaming it, most certainly. It'd be a bunch of fun and just seeing how it goes. Anyway. We were talking... <laughs> we were talking about how we think the world would change. Um, I think Delicious gave the best overview of how the world will be in 10 years. Um, yeah. And Agent Oink definitely gave a more detailed version of uh, an accurate version, uh, uh, an accurate representation of what, you know, p potentially could go on, um, which is unfortunate. It is, it is definitely not going in the, the best of ways at the moment, uh, both politically, um, and economy, uh, econ in all sorts of ways. Uh, the world is just not going up in the world, uh, mind the pun. But there are stuff we can look forward to. As mentioned, you said batteries is definitely going to be an interesting one. I'm excited to see where um, hydrogen energy goes. It's, it's more of a storage issue at the moment, especially for cars. It's stored in an efficient way than, you know, it's a much better fuel. It's not. It's not so much the storage as it is what's required around the storage. Just to be like even more clear on that. Oh, safe. Yeah, like it's like actual like um storing storing large amounts of gas, um, is or like liquids is is actually really quite easy nowadays. Like it like it's not cheap by any means, but it's not a problem to get high pressure storage. The problem is that you gotta cool it. And you've got to have all those systems cooled, and then that becomes really energy intensive. And in a lot of cases, current hydrogen storage, like where like Shell have hydrogen at a lot of their um, larger um, garages now, like the actual energy required to keep the hydrogen there completely offsets the econo uh, the uh, environmental benefits of driving hydrogen, mm. which sucks. But it in does, the future, yeah. that will obviously change. And. Obviously, you know, hydrogen's a great uh, fuel, but it, was, does, it doesn't oh, have yeah. any bad, uh, doesn't have any bad, I can't remember the word, but like what it makes, makes water and, I remember the, I want to say oxygen, but I'm going to sound stupid. Um, Not really. It's definitely, it's, what's it, the, the, the what's am I thinking of? The, the byproduct, the byproducts of burning, not, not burning, but using hydrogen as a fuel is water. Mm-hmm. 
is it just water? I can't remember. I'm going off a 2008 Top Gear news segment at the top of my head right now. Um, it depends on the um, method of fuel cell okay, using, yeah. technically speaking, but it's mostly just water. Normally, you get a bit of oxygen loss as well because. But still, that's good. In science, do not 100% absorb things. It's not carbon dioxide, so it's much better than petrol or diesel. Uh, but as you said, yeah, it's just it's just keeping it in the state where you can use it. I suppose is is not the best energy efficient. You don't want to burn more fuel to then, you know. Yeah, it's it's complicated. It. Um, so I think I that's think, why electric is, cars have definitely only, gone way higher. It's important to note that's only a problem as well, because hydrogen storage using energy is only a problem because our energy grid isn't green. Hmm. Right? If we had 100% green energy, then there's no problem that it's using energy to store the hydrogen, because it's still the most efficient, best method for cars, um, because the range you get on hydrogen vehicles can be well above uh, electric vehicles, if I am correct. So, it, it's more just a, we like, honestly, with all things green, it's just massive industrial scale changes that need to happen, right? And it can't be like a small, oh, I've one person's bought a hydrogen car every year. Like, we need to, you know, completely replace the grid, completely replace our fuel infrastructure. And once we do that, like, we're fine. And it's, it's like the same goes into what you were saying earlier is, it really depends which comes first. If if we can then if we can or we if we're electric cars we do have to change the whole system overall to to benefit from it as well. Um, but like if we can think of or if we come up with a way where we can store a lot more energy in a denser matter, then electric cars are going to just be much more superior because you you're not going to need to worry about you know the range on them as much. I agree with what was just said. At the moment, electric cars, people don't realise this, but like Tesla's, I would say, average like a normal like a petrol car when it comes to range. Like when it comes uh, to actual higher, consumption. The higher, higher end electric cars are about on par with like average petrol and diesel cars, really. Yeah. yeah. Range, like what, like when people say, I'm not going to get an electric car because they don't run as far. Well, I mean, that's true of the cheaper ones. Hmm. If you're going to go for BMW. anything with cars, really. Uh, yeah. Or the nano leaf, oh, fuck off that. Um, so, but I feel like genuinely in the near near future, electric cars are definitely the future. I think BV is the future, yeah. A battery electric vehicle for those that don't know. Yeah. Um, but hydrogen fuel cell cars will will become more viable. The thing, the thing is, hydrogen requires an even bigger infrastructural change than battery electric because battery electric just requires points to charge. In other words, electrical outlets, which are everywhere, yeah. right? And sure, there's problems with that electricity not being green, but even if we convert to a grid, you know, right, completely green grid, fine, we can charge electric cars anywhere, that's easy. Hydrogen, we've got to get hydrogen to places, we've got to be able to store it, and all that stuff. At the same time, you know, there are still plenty of advantages to hydrogen, like it's higher range normally, it fills up in, you know, a few minutes, like petrol versus, um, you know, what can be quite a long time to charge an electric car if you don't have a, a nice infrastructure in your house electrics. Oh, that's um, actually another thing about batteries. I'm, I'm not sure hydrogen will become the thing, to be honest. But that's... I, I personally think after battery, uh, like after battery vehicles, hydrogen like will definitely be. Future, yeah. yeah. Um, unless we come up with a, a much better uh, electrical system or like battery storage, because that's another thing is if we can work on actually charging those batteries a lot faster, then maybe you know there is no need to go to hydrogen because if we can store so much energy that you know these cars can go for thousands of miles on one charge and they only take a few minutes, 
then and that that that, that electricity come from a, a a green a green grid then there's really no need to convert over in my opinion and obviously by that time depending on how much technology has changed or whichever one we've gone into first it's going to be dependent on which is the cheapest at, the, at that time maybe hydrogen cars are cheaper but they've got slightly less range um you know, yeah. but but eventually we will get to a full. In my opinion, I personally think it, at some point we're definitely going to get to a full green um, vehicle state. So either it's going to be hydrogen, electric, um, and that'll be for trains, trucks, and hopefully eventually planes would be interesting to see. But that'll probably I mean, be one of the hardest at the in moment. In my opinion, like you know, both both technologies have serious issues, right? Battery electric vehicles. Um, most batteries in the world. Uh, that are being used in electric vehicles are still being constructed with cobalt, um, which is a big problem, uh, not only because it's often mined in quite uh, inhospitable ways in Africa, but also just that it's a rare earth metal that we're going to run out of. And that's not a good thing. It's not sustainable, which is the point. It doesn't, even if it's not necessarily inherently immediately bad for the environment, sustainability is another thing that has to go hand in hand with a green revolution, right? And constructing the batteries and cars themselves release an absolute shit ton of CO2. Um, because of power and manufacturing processes and all the shit that goes into it. And the same on the other end of hydrogen. Hydrogen's not easy to collect, um, it's expensive to collect, and there are issues around collecting it. And sure, like technology is going to make that better, because that's how technology works, but mm -hmm. you know, both, both technologies have issues. I think really what's more important, in, in terms of like, f for the sake of the environment, is it shouldn't, it's not about like, do you drive a petrol car? How many people drive electric cars, right? Definitely, the more people that drive electric cars, the better. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But really what is the most important and will make the biggest difference is just stopping the burning of all fossil fuels worldwide, right? Green, green electric grid in every single country worldwide means that companies aren't using and burning shit that they shouldn't be, you know, completely outlaw burning fossil fuels entirely. And it means that everyday power usage isn't using them. So even if you look at, like, cars, I think they make up, like... I think it's like 20% of like the world overall emissions or something like all the vehicles like, like including trains and planes and shit I believe so like mm. in comparison to like the 60% or whatever that just burning power of things for power does it's just so much more valuable to tackle that than it is and definitely something that should happen anyway but it's not priority number one I, and something I just want to say is right it doesn't go into as much detail as um, like it doesn't go into subsections like you just did there with cars and factories and all that but a good video i highly recommend that recently came out is up is not jumps new climate change video um it's an absolute wonder to watch he makes great content and he, it's quite a good video just overviewing climate change in today's world um yeah. and how a lot of yep. information we learned or personally i learned in school was misinformed um he, he definitely puts a good proof version of climate change um on on youtube and he did it for a great cause raised a bunch of money as well I add, but that was that's, it, he's just made a very good, great video. So if you check out Up Is Not Jump's new climate change video, it's a great half an hour, if I'm not wrong, video. So mm -hmm. highly recommend checking that out. On that topic, um, if you do care about one, the environment, just in general, sustainability, um, green, green, clean energy, and more specifically, electric vehicles um, and hydrogen vehicles and such, check out Fully Charged. You can get them at fullycharged.show or search Fully Charged Show on YouTube. It's um run by Robbie uh, Robbie Ewell I, I, I want to say this by the way as well from Red Dwarf and it's or, great he's it's it's a fucking stellar show yes check him out you're going to love him if you're from Britain and you love scrappy challenge 
That was where I loved him from. That was my favourite show as a kid. I mean, I don't Rapid think there's any, anything he's done that I have ever, like, not... No, yeah, he's he's just a great, great, great human being. But yeah, Fully Charged is a yeah, great he's show. A gem. Um, they, they did a really good video recently. It was like a month ago, actually, I say recently. But um, it was on a, uh, a renewable house, which they had built um, so that it would basically lose as little heat as possible and it used ground source heating so it would you know take water down into the mm. earth water would get heated up bring bring the water slash steam back up heat the house with it and that meant that they basically 24 7 apart from the initial heating they had to do of the house from that point on they don't have to burn anything to get the house hot it That's just stays cool. hot and sustainability and things like that in building like should should just be law really in the grand scheme of things ground source heating yeah. is something they've been done countrywide in the uk we don't country pretty much most of the planet, right? Every single gas burner that people have, central heating system, could just be ground source heated. One ground source heating pump can like power an entire estate. It, it's just stupid that we mm. have stuff the way we do. Like, you know, it, sure, it's not like the easy go-to method, right? It's much easier just to take off the gas mains that already exist and take off the electric mains that already exist. Mm. There are solutions to these problems that we have, like so it's... many solutions and things like making houses more efficient is actually not that hard it's one of those things where we've done so much that going to this new source would just cost even more um like in in a in a, in a government mind like obviously they're not going to go and say hey we should do this because not everybody's going to agree with it you're going to get a huge backlash of people saying oh that's not the way to go or concentrate on other things which is the unfortunate side of anything Really, you're always going to get people saying no, and that's just what causes yeah. issues and makes stuff a lot harder than it should be. I feel like something like that is common sense and should have a majority of people saying yes, let's do this. Um, but obviously, the no's tend to stand out a lot more than the yeses. We've seen that a lot in the, the, this year, unfortunately, and it's it's what's caused a lot of issues and stops a lot of good things happening. Um, but you're talking about electric cars um because i know back in the day when we were back in school we were huge hugely enthusiastic into tesla at the time as well i really want a tesla car i would love one um if, if you've got anything you really want to see happen in the next uh in the next few years and in the, in the near future i know you kind of touched on it a little bit but i would like to hear anything from salem hmm like is electric anything... planes are going to be fucking dope well, that's, yeah. that's why I'm... oh yeah um, then on side, I want a small Tesla. That might just be. I like small cars. To be fair, oh, sort of like so, so kind of like a Tesla version of the Nano Leaf. Then uh, a very small, like sort of I smart want, car yeah, size. Except yeah. better. Oh yeah, no, not better. smart car size. Let's let's not let's I, not go I, crazy here. I definitely want more like K car size electric vehicles. Even more like better um electric conversion kits would be fucking dope. Hmm. That would be cool, yeah. Um, electric planes is definitely something I don't think people touch on too much. Well, I mean, they're pretty far off. It is very hard. It's, it's it, again, well, in energy. Terms of, like, most use cases. Um, to be fair, though, like, I think the most significant thing for me would just, would just be, like, better charge, like, obviously better charging infrastructure has to come. Because charging mm. needs to be faster and more accessible and easier. And actually, there's been some quite interesting developments. I, I can't remember the name of the company. Um, 
God forbid. But if you look back for enough uh, fully charged episodes, you will you will come across them a few times. But it is a network that runs like the equivalent to Tesla fast charges, world like worldwide uh, across Europe for free mm-hmm. if you have a membership. And the membership's like about the same as subscribing to the supercharged network if you don't get it uh, grandfathered in through the other methods of like purchasing the Model S and such. Mm-hmm. And hmm. like that's pretty cool to have, and and more things like that, and then just cheaper, smaller electric cars. Like it's all cool having things like the Model S and Model X, right? And sure, hmm. the Model Three and Model Y are definitely steps in the right direction, and I think Tesla will get there. But things like the Nissan Leaf, like it's just a standard car that you'd expect worldwide. That's a bit more accessible. It's a much more reasonable price, right? Um, and just things like that. More just everyday people cars that are mm. electric because right now there's a bit of a gimmick around a lot of them and i think that's a problem oh it's also like even the cheaper ones are fairly expensive it, it it's just we oh, it's, yeah. it's getting to that point where we can make it's that technology market, cheaper yes. yeah um but even the nano leaf i think it's like 12k or something like that brand new um which for the average person isn't too accessible especially like a young family so it's 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 one of those things that, that that when they go cheaper, we're definitely going to see a bigger market in electric cars. Obviously, especially in the world as well, we need a better network. At the U- in the UK, we don't have the best electric car recharging network, um, especially where we are. There's not really I'm many just, around. I looked recently; so. it was it, it wasn't like a lot top better. standard. It's surprisingly decent. Like it's, I would, we've been improving a lot. It's in the definitely a lot better. Like I I never expected there to be one at my local Tesco, but there is. So. Hmm. You know, it's definitely getting a lot better than it was back when, like, I'm going literally, I remember looking into this when we were in school, and that was, like, good four or five years ago. Never mind, four, three, three, four years ago, never mind. Um, But still, like, that was, the nearest one to us would have been a good hour drive when I looked then. It was about 100 miles, if I'm not wrong. And so, they're getting a lot better lot better. I mean, yeah, there's now numerous in our area. Like, yeah, you could definitely now daily own one. A Tesla um, battery is 120k oh, no, yeah. to replace. Yes, but that's one of the things is that's that's like a very small use case of you needing to replace a, a, a battery I in mean, a car. And so I'd also be saying at that point it would be a case of if you needed because I. Sorry, I'm just reading this here, mm. and I'm either misunderstanding or I've missed something somewhere. If it's gonna be 120k to replace, what currency are we talking like? Dollars. Like, I would have expected dollars. Please. I don't think that can be like no. unless you're talking about possibly the Tesla, like the Powerwalls. But even then, I'd oh, be. Oh, if I'm not wrong, is I don't know. I don't know if Tesla are keeping I'd be with hesitant this. to say that purely yeah, because very... obviously, yeah, they get money towards do, their okay. cars and things, but I doubt they'd sell their cars at that much of a loss. Um, I don't know, yeah, before yeah, Agent Oink goes into this, if I, he's going to correct me on this, I know it for a fact, but if I'm not wrong, at the moment, and I don't know how long they're going to do it, but at the moment, Tesla, it's, re- it's free to recharge on their, uh, on their ultra charges, well, I can't remember the name of them, superchargers, that's it. Um, but also, mm-hmm. their service is free, so like if you have a punch or something like that, they'd come out and fix it for you. Um, I don't know if that's still going, but I knew back when I read about it, it was. So... Um, with the superchargers, it is, from what I'm aware, still free. 
on. If I don't actually know, it was free for people that already had it free. I know that yes. much. Yeah. I think yeah. it's still free if you purchase a Model S or Model X. If you purchase a Model Three or Model Y, however, you have to pay. Although it's still completely. Uh, oh, it's 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 so much cheaper than petrol or diesel. Um, I think it costs about like ninety pounds mm-hmm. to recharge a um, Model Three or Model Y to full. Um, which I can't remember what the fucking range is on that. Wait, that doesn't sound right. Completely off the top of my head, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm. Sw- I um, swear, electric. The whole point of electric of cars is they're so much cheaper to run. Replacing Tesla batteries, um, from what I can understand and research here, it costs between five thousand and seven thousand dollars, depending on what model you have to replace the battery mm. modules. Um, and in terms of servicing, I think they still do minor servicing for free because I think they basically have a warranty sort of system. Mm. Oh, okay, yeah, um, that I wasn't aware of. Good. And I know that the, I know from what I've heard in general, Tesla are pretty, pretty helpful. Like if you have a problem, they'll just be pretty helpful. But I still think mm-hmm. in general, you do you are expected to pay for like advanced servicing and and such. Obviously, yeah. Like if it's like a tire, I'm I'm if I could be wrong, but if it's like a flat tire or something like that, they'll definitely come out and help you or, you know, that they'll give you support for it. But like if it's like reef, like if 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 you I don't know like somehow lose an entire wheel or smash a window in then that would be obviously on the premium side of stuff and you'll have to pay for that um but tesla is definitely very good as you said to uh, just support the the customer they're definitely they're, i would say they're definitely one of the top when it comes to car manufacturers um that they've just got a great support basis and they're always there to help you so, you know, anybody who has an electric car, an electric Tesla, is always going to be helped. And that they're constantly working on their cars, even though... And this is something that I think oh, people yeah. don't realise, is the majority of the car is... Oh, it's all electric, So and it's it's online, so you can update it and constantly add features to it, fix features, uh, you know, fine-tune it, and mm. um, and with the cars we're adding, you know... They're still they're still a very young car company, so obviously their cars aren't to like Bentley standards, but they're still pretty good. I mean, they've definitely made some improvements um, over the years. Like obviously, when the Model S came out, there was a lot of hype around it because it was a cool piece of kit, and it still is. Yeah. But if you watch some critical reviews of Model S, there's a whole host of issues. Um, you know, the texture work on the inside is terrible, the lining around the doors and windows is terrible, etc. All of that has got better, and with the newer models, they've designed them in a way to make it even, even better than they can make it on the Model S. And things like the Model, like a Model Y, you know, in, interior is, is way nicer, way more clean. The whole, the whole car's way more clean. It does have come a long way. Yeah. And while all of their vehicles are pretty, you know, obviously high-end so far, like I would even consider Model Y, like, high-end. Um, like, sure, your Graalvis is not as high end as like the Model S or X, but it's definitely still above standard uh, price point, in my opinion. But it's still like a nice, nice vehicle, and and that you know it's it's treated well. It rarely breaks down. They get over the air updates. Um, mm. You know, they're really smart and intelligent. So it's not just your 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 standard basic old petrol computer that's got like a brake warning light when you something might possibly be going on. Your brakes actually probably just went over a speed bump at thirty five, <laughs> and something mm. got a bit upset. Like they're a bit smarter, you know, and and just in general they're just very advanced technologically and computer wise, so they're pretty easy to maintain yeah. from what I hear. They are pretty goddamn dope. Um, so looking at this, by the way, going for um, the semi in the roadster next. This is mm. well, this is from official Tesla. 
um, <clears throat> they charge 20, 24 pence per kilowatt. Um, and the average Model Y has a 75 kilowatt battery, which is £18 per charge. That's more like it. So, that's how much you'll be paying per charge, and I think that would last you. Let me just try and let me find um, range numbers on the Model Y. It, our cheapest one, if I'm not wrong, does 230 miles. So it's about £18 for 230 miles. Which isn't too bad for an electric car in today's Model standard. Model performance is 298 and Model uh, Y long range is 314, but that's obviously reported, so it will yeah. realistically be a lot, not a lot less, but it will be less than that. That's like the best, but like we'll, we'll say about 200 miles for the standard, which is like £18. I don't know how much petrol costs because I don't drive a car, and but I want to say it's about 20 I will, Actually, let's, let's ask the person, Wait. the only person who here... No, 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 no. You, you, get, you get to guess. Come on, how gonna, much do you I think? I was going to say, after seeing some people like... Like, if I don't drive myself, I would say it's, like, average, like, £20. You'd say it's what, sorry? Average £20. I don't know. <laughs> how much does your how much for, does your car... For what? That's a very... Refuel. I don't know. I'm just going off, like, no, I don't know. How much what does your car normally cost when you refuel it? Well, I, mean, I don't think I've ever filled up the tank fully. Um, but from what I have done, on a normal non-coronary basis you'd probably be looking at i'd imagine 35 pounds maybe a bit more okay i didn't expect it to be that high um i remember mine's quite a small car yeah, yeah. the small tank so i used to own um a, quite a large tank sedan it was an old thing mm. and it was it was pretty guzzly on the fuel and i can 100 percent say to get that to a foot if we were going on a long trip and we were filling mm. the tank from like near bottom to top we'd be looking at 50 upwards pounds normally at 50 to 55 depending on fuel prices at the time it's yeah. fuel is pretty so, pricey. Corporal has a truck that has in the UK. a twenty one hundred gallon um two one hundred gallon. Oh two one hundred gallon trucks. But mm -hmm. still to fully fill uh, to fill them fully it's three hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah. Oh, I remember then of course there's a difference between American gallons and yeah, yeah which is what I'm proper getting now. Gallons. <laughs> but still Thank that's you. a well, lot of money. Gallons, metric gallons and US liquid gallons. Let's Please, yeah, it's not. <laughs> um, but yeah, okay. So overall, um, Tesla's. Be... Oh, sorry. Overall, electric cars are cheaper, and a majority of people will charge them at home as well. So it just tends to go onto a bill. That would be a uh, seven hundred and fifty-seven liters. Excellent, thank you. Okay, which is a term that we good. Brits can understand. <laughs> yeah, mm. I still think we should go to. Oh, you should use the bar. Oh, or does it only do currency? No, it only does, does currency. Oh, that's so rubbish. I hate that bot so much. I'm sorry. Actually, you know what we can do? Hang Wait. On. Hang on, then. We'll do, we'll, we'll do it. Okay. Um, how you doing, hey, Kara? Hey, it's good to see you today. This, this, um, is, this is how you convert between US Imperial gallons and... Oh, that doesn't right? work? <laughs> yeah, I don't know why I wrote two in there. I literally wrote the letter two. It's <laughs> uh, the biggest brain play. I do that occasionally. I'm like, oh, that's fucking funny, mate. Gosh. Right, there we go. That's perfect. Exactly how it works. Oh, wait, we didn't. We put the wrong fucking number in. You, oh, I was copying yours. It's all your fault, Charles. It's going all right for me, Carl. Thanks. 350 USD <laughs> to GB. Converting, in case you can. I love you. What? <laughs> you typed no. it the wrong way. Oh, USB! No, I thought USB! Not quite USB. 
<laughs> right, one more attempt. Sorry, lads. Right, do you want to carry on or um? Like, um you should probably still carry what's... on. That's... Oh, oh, so yeah. okay, so yeah. I like if you have something else you want to say, then you're welcome. Nothing, nothing in particular. Just oh. in general, I, I don't was... like as much as I love Tesla cars. Um, because I think they're innovative. Surprisingly, and... he is. Yeah, I'm it's becoming more and more necessary to point out anytime I support SpaceX or Tesla on this podcast, I would like to make oh. it very clear and accurately represented that I fucking despise Elon Musk and wouldn't give a shit if he fell off a cliff oh, and he, died. He, he has... As for everyone else that has actually done loads of the innovation at Tesla and at SpaceX and all of the engineers and staff and programmers and everyone that works there and the flight attendants and I'm sure that's what we're calling them. Like everyone just absolutely stellar. They are a great company. Elon Musk is twat. Just need to get it out of the way. Elon Musk is... He, he started off Three great companies. I don't know if he started off uh, PayPal. He co-founded it. So. He co-founded it. So he started off three great companies <laughs> and co-founded one. Um, but he has been proven to do business with Jeffrey Epstein. And has he? I mean, I don't think we should. Okay, so there's, okay, I saw, definitely not touching. I'm not, not touching on these allegations. The non-lawyer non here would like to give the um, small statement that Tactical TV is referencing allegations. Yeah, okay, mm -hmm. allegations. That Elon Musk has had relations with Jeffrey Epstein, the estranged and uh, horrible person that he is. And uh, these are uh, not facts. I saw in the news today that. Uh, I'm only bringing uh, this up because you know that guy he got angry about on Twitter? Yeah. yeah. He's now mentioned him in a separate lawsuit. Oh. Like a lawsuit, Elon Musk <laughs> and a random person now mentions this other guy they got angry on Twitter. So we got to well. be careful. I'm just saying, by the way, that's allegations from Ken Klippenstein on Twitter, not some of my own statements. Okay. Um, and also apparently Jelaine. Is it Jelaine? I've heard Jelaine. her name. I've heard her name pronounced so many different times. Jelaine. Jelaine. Yeah. Um, I can't remember how this American pronounced her name, but it made me laugh. But um, yeah. Elaine, she is now saying that she was like she she's she's denying any anything about what she did apparently. Um, well, yeah, that's yeah, gonna I've be interesting. I've known too many people to jump to it and be like, oh yeah, that was me." Actually, true. Yep, yep I'm done. Yeah, you know, just take me. Um, but no. So something something we were talking about earlier is you know how if we wanted to go to a hydrogen-based like system with cars, we would have to change. The entire grid, more or less. How, oh, yeah. how, like, talking about other things, how do you think we could change the world? How do you, like, is there anything else you think we um, could do to really benefit, well, like, like governments or countries, stuff like that? Transport to keep sort of similarly on topic, but move it forward. I think that, you know, we've, we've obviously spent a lot of this so far discussing electric cars and hydrogen cars and, and who would likely own them and, and want them and, and who should own them and how much they should cost and blah 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 blah. The reality is that people shouldn't own cars, right? We need to pedestrianise pretty much the world because there's already too many roads and, and shit and we have public transport and with good public transport infrastructure, people don't need individual cars to transport themselves, right? Hmm. And it's way more efficient to burn fossil fuels in a bus to transport, you know, 20, 30 people than it is to transport one to four in a car, right? Mm -hmm. So even in a case where we are still burning fossil fuels, you know, say nothing changes, electric cars don't even exist, it would still be better to just get rid of most people's cars, right? Pedestrianise most of the country and then have good public transport infrastructure for links, right? So the example of this is, um, you know, take London, 
right? There are loads of major shopping streets in London that have roads down the middle of them. Scrap the roads to make it a pedestrian walking space. And London has good enough public transport that it wouldn't really be a problem for people getting around. It's going to yeah. suck for the people in cars. But who cares? Mostly. Like, they can just go around London or go up through different methods. So, or, like, if they're local to London and you're driving into town centre, you just don't do that. Well, most to, Londoners don't anyway. To be dev, uh, devil's advocate, and I'll, do, I'll be interested to see what you two say on this, if that was the case where we did um, basically get rid of all cars, all roads, or not all roads, but all cars and, you know, <laughs> made roads. public transport the, the, the basically the best way or mm. the only way you get around long Flying distance. public transport, no roads. Um... Mm. What would happen? What, what would you? What would happen if we had this pandemic? Like where, you know, being in a crowded area was not seen as something you should do. I mean, obviously, this touches on a whole host of other issues and how I would have dealt with a pandemic if I was um, in charge of the UK, which apparently I'm going to be. According yeah, to the opening I'm glad you listened to that. Um, according, wait, sorry, according to who? What? The, uh, yeah, in the opening intro. Uh, Tactical oh. listed off a series of things that he thinks is going to happen to the host of the podcast. And mine was, I'm going to be PM in that. 10 years. Yeah, and uh, Ash is going to try and take you down. Yep. Uh, did you so not hear? Was... Did you not? Wait there, so before we go on to this, did you not hear yours, Dilo? Oh, Phelan. No, I don't know how. Okay, so <laughs> your, yours is this is my prediction. The Clip mm. It uh, cr- uh, podcast crew will spend the next 10 years figuring out how I made it to number one streaming. And they're mm. going to try and look at taking me down. However, because of a small fight, it causes you to lose two billion. Two billion? Yeah, two billion pounds. No! That's what I think yeah, is going to happen in the next to the point where I can lose two billion pounds, that'd be great. I mean, yeah. You heard him, people. Start donating. Two billion's the gold. <laughs> <laughs> what that look like on the graph? It's like tiniest, tiniest <laughs> amount. Mm. Anyway, would you like to carry on, Agent Link? Um... <laughs> so you know in the event that i had been in control and learned about the pandemic right mm. i would have had a very sort of harsh response i would wait until data suggested that you know covid was securely in the uk it seeded into the population and it was starting to spread rapidly and i would enter a very very strict lockdown completely just halting near enough everything for probably around a month to two months, depending on how long it took. No traveling around the country. Mm. And at that point, the virus stopped spreading in the country, right? Yep. Pretty much mm. everyone that's got it will get it, have it treated. And then when you start reopening, have heavy contact tracing. Uh, or die, yeah, uh, sadly. Mm. Uh, we'll have heavy contact tracing, right? So that the few people that might still have it, it might be asymptomatic, right? Mm. Um you know, they go through, have heavy concentration in place so we can isolate and force those people to be in quarantine while the rest of the population continues to reopen. And basically, nothing would really happen. Uh, so, Carl says that that would be dumb. Uh, you would go bankrupt or have huge, um, or have huge credit. Mm. So, mm. that's basically the UK in its current state. Yeah, the UK um, has done the opposite of that, so, which it, was abandoning, I'm going to be very clear here, uh, abandoning testing in the first place and abandoning contact tracing and saying that they weren't useful, taking a of <laughs> herd immunity um, for the first three months of the pandemic, then suddenly reversing and entering a moderate lockdown where you're only meant to be outside your house for essential travel, uh, but it wasn't exceptionally strictly enforced and there was no requirement for face coverings. Uh, we're now getting a requirement for face coverings after the lockdown is ending, mm-hmm. um, and that is not applying for a few weeks, and we have some of the worst economic damage in the world. 
Um, yes. And it's likely that we're going to get a second spike and have to re-enter lockdown if the government wants uh, to reduce the death of the population, which, frankly, is a 50-50. Quite, quite. Um, so the problem is that not locking down or having a minimal lockdown results in economic damage, yes. And then things start to look bad, and you look at the economics of your country and go, well, shit, this ain't good. We're going to start reopening. The problem is then you start reopening, and then you get a second spike, and then you have to lock down again. That causes even more detrimental economic damage. Uh, the UK government's uh, worker retention scheme, where they're paying 80% of people's wages, is ending soon. When that happens, there are going to be mass layoffs. There's already been layoffs in some of the biggest UK corporations mm. in the thousands. The economic damage from how we have handled it is already bad enough. If we had just entered a two-month lockdown and done fuck all, everyone that can work from home can, this wouldn't be a problem. The country could reopen. We wouldn't have COVID in the country. And sure, we have to lock off international travel for quite a while because, you know, we can't rely on our neighbours to do as well. Mm. But it wouldn't have been an issue. You can see this pretty much in demonstration, like, across different countries, like South Korea did a pretty good job of it, although they were prepared for a whole host of other reasons. There's a lot of complex reasons why South Korea did a good job. I've got a few things I want to I mean, say yeah, after Germany, you. So. Germany, Germany did well. Uh, well, relatively. Um, to a point, then it just spiked. I still don't know what caused that spike. I've yet to look into well, it. Well, a lot of Europe had a lot of spikes, yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. But yeah, I think Germany did well more because um, Germany has a very different political space to the UK. Um, They're not trying to leave the fucking EU. Than me, but, you know, obviously you've had the Grand Coalition for quite some years. Um... But like, I think I think just in general, a lot more people wore face masks without it being necessary. Like I know, as of now, the face mask wearing in Germany is sixty uh, percent of the population average. I think all the people that go out, um, and in the UK, it's still like twenty five percent, which is terrible. So there's just I think there's a whole host of other contributing factors that change. The UK is a bit more Americanized in individualism and not caring about other people in that. Yeah, it's it's. It's again, so like again, I don't want to get too political, but we were having other issues before uh, this whole pandemic <laughs> happened. Um, so that definitely didn't help us when it comes to any e uh, economic state. Also, we literally, to sum up what the UK government did in a few terms, we did everything just oh, two weeks late. Um, and the government literally said on all of their points. These are the rules. Do them if you want. Yeah. Quite literally. They're not like, okay, this is what we're doing. They're like, well, if you want to survive, you can do this. We, we recommend it. You don't have to, though. If you want to go to work, you can, but... There's also things like, I'm not sure how it would be in Germany, Carl, but um, we had shortages of PPE, personal protective equipment, in all of our hospitals. Um... I imagine in Germany that probably didn't happen because I would have guessed that Germany was in the um, EU PPP scheme, uh, which we refused PPP. to be in because uh, PPP, yeah, sure. <laughs> um, the EU PPE scheme. Um, so even like, okay, so you had a shortage there, but um, you would have at least had a, a method of getting it. Whereas we basically just didn't have a method of getting it. We delivered thousands of stuff that was out of date and unusable. Um, then we took people that had COVID and put them into care homes about testing them, um, and that just resulted in loads of people in care homes dying. And, and at which point he blamed, the yeah, blaming the care homes. And like, oh god, it was it was a disaster. It honestly. was horrific. Like, but you know what? Right? Sure, 
we didn't decide to cooperate with the EU for getting PPE to all EU countries because fuck Brussels, we don't like Brussels, they're in Belgium. Honestly, like literally our government was two weeks late, told us you can do it but you don't have to. Um, and being the UK and people in the UK are very, um, what's the kind word to say? Um, English? Yeah, very, very. Um, no, it's not English. It's. I want to point it's, out that the Scottish haven't had many of the problems that no. the rest um, of the has, and Wales hasn't, and Northern Ireland no, hasn't. So let, let's let's reword this. The English have been very. It's not that word. It's cuntish. There we go. Um, you know they they haven't. It's just it's just awful how it's going. Um, it's great how Charlie's developed over the last few years. It's great. It really is. Um, but yeah, no, we've we've definitely failed as a country. If we just actually, I feel I I I I'm not going to get too political. I hate I hate. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a complex issue. Yeah. COVID is a very complex issue because it affects so much, right? Yeah. It's people's health. Um, it's Physical it's and your mental. country's country's economy. Um, it's different governmental styles. I mean, we can see how America's like, and and I think. <laughs> I think no matter whether we're discussing which country in Europe has <laughs> I'm pretty sure all of Europe can just look at America and go, ah, oh, you sweet summer child. Um, I'm sorry, like, Corporal, but it's true. only just put a mask on. A soup of just chaos when you get a global pandemic, right? A government that doesn't sort of pseudo-function and doesn't obviously get involved because the government has the very you know, minimal interaction in America and sort of isn't willing to make massive decisions. And obviously a lot of population also don't want that. And then like yeah. the healthcare system kind of sucks and then it's just, it's just so shit for everyone. I just want to, I just want to go. So Carl, that is a really good system. At the moment in the UK, we have a very similar system, but I haven't actually heard about it too much. So from what I heard when they were reopening in pubs and restaurants, I heard that, I don't know if it was a legal requirement, but pubs would get your personal information um so like address name and maybe phone number um and they only did that for pubs and restaurants however i only know of one pub that's done that and that being weatherspoons but i'm aware no other pub no other restaurant i've heard of has done it though probably restaurants are a bit more likely to do it but none of the local pubs i've heard have actually started to do that um which is really stupid um a lot of the stores or i'm pretty sure every store where i live has hand sanitizer at the door um and highly recommend you use it when you go in and when you come out um though when i see people walking in i would say a good 10 to 20 percent actually use that hand sanitizer which is kind of annoying to see because i'm like i'm going in there i'm i'm cleaning my hands so people don't have to worry about you know what i touch i'm also cleaning my hands when i go out so then if there's because i know people go in there and don't use hand sanitizer and probably haven't used hand sanitizer in their entire life which really annoys me the least they can do is just put a little squirt on the hand, rub it. The least they could do is wear a fucking mask. You never know. Um, it just—it's—it's it's really silly. And the fact that like you have a good registration system with shops, and I hope you know that's in the majority of shops in Germany. We should really do something a bit more similar. But the government again have probably been like, yeah, yeah, okay. So I guarantee you by next week they'll be like. So we're going to slightly let go of the rule of, you know, you have to wear face masks. If you want to wear a face mask, we highly recommend it. But you don't have to. But if you want to to stay safe, we recommend you wear a face mask. However, if you've got issues, you don't want to, you don't have to. That's literally going to be what they say. So, 
Um, you can yeah. get charged for attempted murder for not wearing a face mask. In the UK, you get charged... So, the, at the moment, obviously, this is happening next week, so it could change. You never know. Um, but at the moment, the rules are you have to wear a face mask in all shops. If you don't, um, and you don't, like, comply, you get fined £100. However, if you pay it within the first 14 days, it goes down to 50 Hell yeah. Which is basically every fine in the UK. Hey, we're going to fine you. So if we're gonna, if you pay it within a few days, it's going to half. Um, so, but again, I, I said to my sister, how much do you think they're going to make off this? And are they going to enforce it? Like, I feel like they're not. Um, I think they'll try. But they'll try, but it's very hard I think the main thing's going to be people getting kicked out of Water Street and not up allowed into shops in the first place. Yeah, no, that's that's the one thing we, I was talking to you earlier about it, um, Phelan. Is it's going to cause a lot more stress on staff, and yep. it's 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 unnecessary stress. I, it's a good rule, but the fact they're like, okay, so shops should enforce it. That's just too much stress on these underpaid or a lot of these underpaid staff. A lot of them are probably not <coughs> going to give two shits and just let them buy, um, or you know, just leave it to someone else to deal with. Maybe security if they have. I ain't going to let them buy, and I um, sure as hell don't have security. And this this is one thing that really does annoy <laughs> me, and I don't understand it, but it really annoys me is the fact that these rules, may I add, and this is in the UK, and that could change, but these rules, as it stands, don't apply to staff. Customers have to wear masks. It's mandatory at the moment, um, or next Friday. It's mandatory for customers to wear masks. Or face protection. They don't really specify. It's like... Face we, coverings. Yeah, they say face coverings, but they don't say what ones they advise you not to use medical ones because we want to try and save as much PPE for or medical staff, um, which makes sense. But from what I've seen in my local town, the majority of people have surgical or um, medical masks. But the fact that staff aren't required to or isn't mandatory, it just seems a bit backwards. I would have thought, you know, the UK government would have went... Okay, we're going to try and get everybody to wear face masks because then that limits, or it, it puts it, it it lowers the risk so much more. And again, it kind yeah. of goes against that. It kind of goes to that point of yeah. Okay, so we're going to get this rule, but if you don't want to do it, you don't have to. It's like if you have common sense, you're going to wear masks as a customer. I mean, the UK uh, as a, government as a response staff. can sort of be summarised in right as this pandemic was sort of cool. kicking off in the UK. Um, the scientists that basically advised the government. Um, in emergencies, which are, were known in the UK as SAGE, uh, basically went, yeah, so we highly recommend that we stop, you know, shaking hands and try and start to maintain some sort of social distance. Um, and Boris Johnson went on live TV and said, I shook everyone's hand in a hospital. <laughs> uh, and then two weeks later, came down with COVID. Um, I love that. He's an idiot. And, then, and, then, and my favourite thing about that, sorry, may I add, but it's again politics. My favourite thing about that is the fact that like they had a revote and they told everybody has to come in and do a revote. And what happened when they brought all of the polit oh, not politicians, but all of the uh, MPs in? One of them Ooh. had COVID. <laughs> all right, um, I'm going to be back in a minute. Uh, but, yeah, they, they said um, all MPs and all, all people come in and do this vote, and then one of them had it. One of them yeah. had it. Like, that's, um, that's the UK government in a nutshell. I mean, there was um, also then, like, um, once the, the lockdown... Well, this, no, this was while the lockdown was, like, still 90% on. Um, like hundreds of people, there was what I like to call the British Karen. Um, <laughs> hundreds of people, like I, I say hundreds, like hundreds upon hundreds of people went to multiple beaches across the UK. Um, but Bournemouth, a beach in the UK, was particularly covered. Um, like the whole beach was just covered in people. No masks, no social distancing. It, it was awful. Mike, can you give me um, audio? And the there was a news interview of the British Karen. Try. 
it went quite famous where she was just like you know we thought we'd come out to the beach today and i'm not really sure why everyone's here you know there is a pandemic going on it's like well why are you there like uh, no, honestly so that, that, that one beach said. came out with some joking. of the best interviews like i don't know if you saw the one of that really big muscly guy it's like yeah um what did he, he said something stupid like oh i don't understand why people keep coming to the beaches it's this is a bloody pandemic he's like okay. are you doing this because you want to be on tv or you genuinely want to be on the beach i don't understand um you've already had corona most people probably have it's one of those things where you know you might have it you don't really there is you don't feel the effects of it because it affects everybody differently and i don't know how I, uh, all countries are dealing with this but i know uk recently have got new holiday rules so it used to be if you went on holiday or you came back from another country you had to have, be isolated for two weeks but if i'm not wrong that's now mm -hmm. stopped from mm -hmm. france mm -hmm. spain portugal and maybe germany mm -hmm. um which is still a very stupid rule because it's like mm -hmm. <laughs> so uh, to clarify that yeah anyone entering the uk for a long time was expected to quarantine for self-quarantine for two weeks um the problem with that is that no one in airports in the uk had any idea how it worked there was no enforcement <laughs> whatsoever and basically it just worked in that if you were coming to the uk we hoped that you would do it out of your own will um i remember there was a story of a dude arriving in the uk i think he might have been from germany actually um, so he came into an airport and he had paperwork on him and he was like i've got my paperwork they gave this to me on the other end like for, for my two-week self-quarantine and all the staff in the uk were just like what what we didn't know what you're on about and he was like we got two weeks why do i who do i take this to and they were like well, yeah we didn't know and they just walked off like well oh, okay then so it's, it's, been, it's been pretty pretty rough rough over here in terms of our, our thing it's um, definitely good that germany has um a requirement on testing for travelers yeah um, like you, you can come into the UK now from Germany, but you don't have to isolate. But if you go to Germany, you know they don't want to risk shit. They they want to keep their don't country somewhat them. safe. Yeah. Honestly, the UK have been very just naive on this whole matter. And um, my favourite man, George Eustace, as we like to call him, George Useless. He was on the news the other day saying that. Um, uh, oh, he was on the news today saying, you know, you should wear masks. Um. You know, we we see that people have worry, but you should wear masks. And that's more, that's basically what he said, apart from some other mumbo jumbo, which repeated. I this mean, is, yeah, when... this is something I remember. I was watching Boris Johnson today. I do apologise. I was watching Boris Johnson today, and the amount of times he said <laughs> um and mm, it's like he doesn't know what he wants to say. Well, that's part of his character, isn't it? He just doesn't know. He's, he's worse. He's somehow worse at public speaking than, no, yeah. you know, as for um, as the uh, mentioned Elon Musk. And I don't think that was um, possible. Our Prime Minister Boris basically said that it's very likely um, we'll be getting some regulation on face coverings and that it's probably going to become, you know, requirement to have face coverings on in public places. <laughs> um, and then... <laughs> like the literal i think it was like the literal evening after or morning after um michael gove who is chancellor of the duchy of lancaster which is very british um <laughs> came on and said that we shouldn't wear face masks on national television and everyone was just like what the fuck oh. is going on <laughs> like are we wearing face masks are we not wearing face who knows the government doesn't know and then like boris johnson probably like fell down some stairs or something probably he he does always he says something and then backs on it. He he's he like he says a point and then says something to then 
make that point completely useless. That's I think his biggest uh, trope. And as 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 anybody who lives in the UK knows, uh, Boris Johnson said, you know, we're making masks mandatory in shops now, and then all that's come out of this is, why have you done this two weeks late? Um, quite literally, all has been said in the House of Commons, House of Parliament, sorry, is you've done this too late, and then they haven't said much more. Um, so who is Boris? Boris Johnson is our Prime Minister. He is, um, how do you describe him? Imagine Trump, not as... How do we avoid describing Oh, yeah. Imagine Trump, but he's not as war savvy. There you go. Um... <laughs> Oh, okay, I think. Oh, <laughs> I'm back in business. What uh, the hell happened to you? Yeah, no, Carl. The UK is. That was a small spillage. Yep, I could tell. I heard a glass and a bunch of. It sounded oh! like a huge glass and a My lot of water. My carpet's wet. I'm not sorted at all. <laughs> yep. How was the Jesus. carpet wet? So, um, yeah, no, our our country isn't doing too well. Oh, it's and, it's just a disaster. And my favourite thing going on, this was oh, like going no. on like during the mid lockdown, oh, was it's worse than I thought. how it's all under my hotel. <laughs> how they oh, God. they wanted they they hid the fact Logitech that Logitech cover water damage. No, um, squash damage. The, the oh, it was squash. Oh God, of course um, it was squash. It's gonna be sticky, mate. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> you actually wanted to travel to the UK this summer? I'm glad you didn't. Bad idea. Um, yeah, always a bad idea. But um, what was I gonna say? I genuinely can't remember now. Okay, so donate um, now to get Delicious a new desk and, me and a potentially new... a new Hotas. Yeah. Donate to Tactical TV to get him a new Go LXR. Um, if we said Go LXR, yeah. Like, what? what was I going to say? Something about Boris Johnson. I genuinely can't remember. Um, he likes painting model buses. Oh, that was my favourite. Fa okay, so for context. He was being interviewed. He says, what do you do as a hobby? And he just came out with, I like to paint model buses. You could see in the interview he's trying to think what's what's a what's a normal public human thing to do as a hobby? Not football, not tennis, not golf. Painting model buses. Do you think he? Fair, a... if he said golf, he'd have got record on for do that. You, do you think he writes lies on the model buses? Do you think yes. he just writes yeah. that we spend three hundred and sixty yeah, million? Yeah, that's how on the we. Um, that's how we brainstorms them. Uh, your plan was to uh, sail with your friend. Oh, that would have been lovely to be honest. Sailing is a beautiful thing to do. So you make model tanks. That's much cooler than making model buses. Um, that's that's the other oh, thing people don't, don't understand is the fact that we've got a prime minister. We voted in a prime minister who blatantly put up a huge campaign. That was a massive I mean, lie. <laughs> Define voted in. Okay. Because there's issues with the UK parliamentary election system, which is complicated, and I'm not going to get into. But yeah, not as comp. Yeah. Oh, it's. Not as worse as America's, but let's, let's not get into that. More people voted not for him than voted for him. Yeah. It's, it's... And this is something people don't do. I feel like too many people do this in the UK. Is they vote for the person, not the party. Oh, absolutely. And this is something a lot I mean, of the younger generations worldwide. is... Yeah, this is, it's a lot of the younger generations I, I have to deal with. The fact that, uh, uh, no offence, but a lot of the older generation vote because they like Boris Johnson or they like... Um, uh, going back, Margaret Thatcher or David Cameron. They don't vote for the party or their rules. It's an interesting order to do things in. But... Yeah, I, I could have gone yeah, actual order, but I chose so... to go for different people at different times anyway. Um... I was going to say before I was so wetly interrupted. Okay, that was not needed. I founded 
Bloody hell, it's... You found it? I found some quotes um, about the face mask situation in response to questions that the public have been asking. So I hope I didn't miss this whilst I was away. And uh-huh. someone asked, you know, why don't the staff have to... Why isn't it mandatory for them? And so I've got some quotes here if you'd like. Oh, God. I can understand some of them if people don't want to wear a mask all day. Well, this is... Shut up. Uh, this is from George Eustace. Um, Our favourite man. So let's have a look. I will read out two quotes. Uh, it won't always be right for every setting in a retail environment. I'm not <laughs> quite sure what that means. The other quote I've got here is, he argues that retailers have to make the right judgments. Yeah, again, it's oh, just... sorry, have been making the right judgments. Oh, okay. Mm, they've not really been making judgments, having been locked uh, down. Something I did want to say. I went to a charity shop today, um, and I was talking to the the uh, okay, cashier. Um, lovely people, absolutely lovely people. And this guy I was talking to, I was just, I asked him the question, "What do you think about this um, face mask? The new face mask uh, regulations?" And he said that it's going to be quite. He personally thinks it's going to be annoying um, because you know we're we're going to have to wear masks all day, um, which I can kind of understand. Obviously, not everybody wants to wear a mask all day, so um, it's not that bad to be fair. But yeah, it's like it's been scientifically proven that it, you know it doesn't doesn't reduce the amount of oxygen you get so- in, even though that's stupid stuff. Can I just say one thing though? Yeah, I just wanted to pass. Sorry, a, a good thing I should have done is I probably should have linked the article. Here's the BBC article with the quotes okay. that I just um, stated. So oh, w- I can't send it because I can't press enter because I've turned my keyboard off temporarily. So, oh, there we go. I can still click. Something I, I just wanted to do was find some beautiful quotes from our amazing Prime Minister. And the first quote I found, I feel like sums him up in a nutshell. Is it the severely racist one? No. It's it's a very sexist one, um, which is this is, my, this is Boris Johnson by the way, our current prime minister. Voting Tory will cause your wife to have bigger breasts, increase your chances of owning a, owning a BMW M3. Hell yeah! I'm assuming that's not a direct quote. Um, um, yeah, I'd be interested. No, Boris the... Johnson probably, but <clears throat> it's one scam worse than I expected. No, no. okay. Apparently he quote apparently <laughs> apparently he said to a taxi driver in 2015, "Why don't you fuck off and die?" I hope that's true. To be fair, there have been some taxi drivers that I've thought that about. Not said it to him. <laughs> that, uh... that is a legitimate quote of Boris, by the way. Um... Did he genuinely yeah. say that? Yep. Okay. He said he has What's said it? a lot worse than that. Oh no, yeah, I saw one here, and I'm like, I'm not going to read that, but it is pretty funny. Oh yeah. Um, there, are, there are a lot of quotes on here. I literally cannot say because I, they would not be safe. This, for this is one I genuinely remember re- uh, oh, hearing him say, which was, um, this was in 2013, by the way, and this is, I don't know oh, what dear. a pint of milk costs, so what? It's like that is upper class in a nutshell. Um. Oh, this, do you want to hear a quote on what he said about Putin? Oh, God. Despite looking like... <laughs> despite looking a bit like Dobby, um, the house, uh, house elf, he is a ruthless and uh, manipulative client. Yeah. Boris Johnson. So. I mean, he's uh, not can wrong send a link? there on that you one. You can try and send a link, but it probably <laughs> will be caught. 
Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so here's a... I'm not going to read this quote, but this is a quote from 2018 about a Muslim woman. We'll probably um, guess what that's going to What an interesting go. link. It's a PDF. Oh. Like... Do I want to... Tell you what, Open whilst that? you do that, I'm going to have to go get more drawing materials so I can get in my keyboard a bit better. <laughs> Just a moment. Uh, also put oh, okay. This is quite an interesting one. Oh, thanks for that, couple. I'm the slowest reader possible, so... I just want to read more quotes. Um... Wait, I get... Wait, this was in 2019? Um, on child Which abuse one? investigations? Uh, you know, 60 million I saw was being staffed. That's a word? Okay. Staffed up a wall, you know, on some investigations into historic um, child abuse. Why would he ever use the word spaffed? I just got back to hear the word spaffed. Yeah, no. that's a, that's a Intrigued. word. Intrigued. A word Boris Johnson used. <laughs> no. I mean, it's a pretty um, up there. Um thing that he said oh do you oh this is the best how he he, he, he just he he describes hillary quillington in the way everybody should honestly oh, no. this is in 2007 and he describes hillary clinton as she's got dyed <laughs> blonde hair and pouty limbs and a uh, steely blue scare like a sadistic nurse in a mental hospital oh yeah Again, still not the worst shit that he said, but I really can't say it on stream. Okay, no, so. I'm I'm staying away from what he's said. Oh god. Oh yeah, I just need to reiterate that this is, is not anywhere near as bad as it gets. Uh, I think I was once given cocaine. <laughs> you don't say that as a as someone who's in any oh, power. No, he's, he's, it's been factually proven that he's um, taken cocaine before. But no, but this like, is my, some... like most members in British politics. This is a genuine quote. I think I once uh, was given right. cocaine, but I sneezed so it didn't cut up my nose. In fact, it may have been ice, uh, icing sugar. That's a man who said something. Give you icing sugar. You know what? Yeah, no, that's a man who said something, realized what he <laughs> oh, said. Oh, And then tries the back on it. So. Also, yeah. This is okay. This yeah. is this isn't that bad, but again, it goes into dry like, between my keys. He doesn't know. He doesn't know how to say stuff. Is he said, "I'm down with the ethnics." Hmm. Yep. Okay, that's enough from Boris Johnson. Um, yeah. Actually, genuinely, this is one of my favorite things. Um, have you? Have you? Uh, me, me and Alfie were looking at these because it is genuinely amazing. Um. The Ministry of Health for Belgium is one of the nicest people I've ever seen. However, I wouldn't trust them as a Ministry of Health. Uh, I mean, they're not the Ministry of the Health themselves. Okay. okay, so yeah, no, we did look into this. There are more people of it. I can't remember what sector she's in. I'm going to do more sutras. But she's part of the Ministry of Health, but I don't know oh, what she Oh, I never drove my carpet. Let me find out quickly. Oh, my God. This gets Every worse. time. I'm going to go back and get some more stuff to drive my carpet. Edi... I can't actually remember which part she my... is. Oh, you know what? I'll just use my towel. I don't care. I'll just throw them in the water. Right, here we go. It, she is... Um, Ministry of Social Affairs and Public Health. Which is, um... You know... Honestly, lovely, but... the UK is... is it, the problem with the UK... Carl, it's, it's, it's more our voting system. You know what, I'll just leave it. And, and issues like that. Like, uh, it's kind of similar to America. You can win our voting system by winning <laughs> votes in certain areas of the UK in like a very strategic way. 
Um, and that's what the Tory party tends to do. Um, but yeah, anybody that's sort of like in that, like in that class is, is pretty worrying. We just have a really dodgy, chaotic, no matter what one, unless you're going to vote green or the loony party, you're always going to be with a bad party. Like this as well, um, Carl, Uh, like a lot of UK elections, if they had been, you know, if we, if they'd been representative of the actual like votes, if, if, you know, every one vote was worth one in the actual count, um, a lot of the times we'd end up with something similar to Germany, right? We'd have like a grand coalition between like Labour, Lib Dem, and Green. Uh, Lib Dem stands for Liberal Democrats. Um, but what tends to happen because we're opposed to a party working together, there has to be one winner and one winner yeah. only. It's the British way. The Tories just end up winning the Conservative Party, as they're formerly known, um, because you couldn't possibly have parties with opposing interests work together. We've only had that happen twice, have, like, you know? Uh, we, no, we've had coalitions more than twice. It's just they're pretty, um, pretty rare. Yeah, you I know, remember like, one was David Cameron, wasn't it? If I'm not wrong. I mean, I mean, having like a coalition in in Germany between the Union and Social Democrats, are, are two parties that aren't like you know purely opposed to each other, but they definitely don't align. Whereas when you get a coalition in the UK, it tends to be two parties that just align pretty much exactly the same, mm. and it still rare enough because there still tends to have to be one winner. And it's, it's just kind of stupid. System. And pretty much every time we get a coalition, it's only so that a, a one group can 100% of the time always pass the law um, that they want, rather than having to like get some votes from the other side. Yeah. Um, hmm. uh, also, if you've got over 40 parties, I feel like a coalition is more realistic because um, you've got so many parties being voted for. I mean, I think it's better that parties work together, right? Oh, definitely. Like, if 30% of the, pe- the, part- the population right, um, voted for this party, then you would hope that 30% of the representation in Parliament is from that party, because, you know, that, that just makes sense, right? Um, mm-hmm. like, I can't remember. Let's get a random example here. The Looney Party. Um, so, like, if you were to compare this in, like, the UK... Um, Sorry, I'm getting some numbers up, just to be clear. So in the UK, in order of votes, um, it went 43, for the last election, which was in 2019, 43.6% of the population, or of the voter turnout, sorry, um, voted for the Conservative Party, 32.1% voted for the Labour Party, um, and then 11.6% voted for the Liberal Democratic Party. Um, Whereas if you compare that to Germany, it goes 32.9% for the Union, 20.5% 20.5% for SPD, uh, 12.6% for AFD, uh, and then 4.8%, 8.6%, 8.4% for the rest. And it's like, that's just so much more distributed, right? I yeah. that wrong. 10.7%, um, 9.2%, 8.9% for the rest. Sorry. I just wanted to say, um, by the way, Carl, I'll count, sorry. <laughs> Did you? Um, yeah, I just want to say, Carl, if you ignore politics and, you know, the shit that does happen, there are some really nice places in the UK, or just go to Scotland. There's some yeah. beautiful places in Scotland, they're not the worst when it comes to uh, I mean, like, political power. You know, I'm obviously not versed in, like, every detail of, like, German politics, because, you know, I'm not in Germany regularly. But all I can say, right, is whether you, like, agree with Merkel, um... As an example, you know, like in in all her policies, all the party policies, and even the decisions that she's made, she at least is just a decent 
from what I understand and have seen anyway, seems like a decent person that's willing to compromise on issues and kind of work together with other countries on things. Mm. Whereas in the UK, we just end up in this weird situation where it's like, because we voted to leave the EU, we won't um, like even interact with the EU in any way, even if it would literally stop our own citizens from dying. Um, so it's <laughs> kind of just stupid. Uh, the ADF do sound a lot like the Conservatives, to be honest. Um, okay, okay, let's be careful there. <laughs> anyway, um, lastly, I just wanted to ask you guys, and we kind of went back into this, but is there one thing you would like to see in 10, 20 years? Just, like, one main thing you would personally like to see, be it, uh, like, as some sort of future VR, who, as, as we've mentioned, cars or planes, or even something about space? They're like that one thing you would love to see um, happen. Um, that's a tough thing to pick one thing. End of world suffering is what I'll pick. Right? Okay. End of malnourishment, wars, hunger, that sort of stuff. If we if we could get to a point where people weren't unnecessarily dying worldwide, I think that would be something for the planet to be pretty proud of. That's that's that's. No, that wasn't like a rocket or a plane or anything. Like oh, that, rockets so. could be involved in that. Yeah, an right. artificial world. If we world, nuke everyone and start again, then we. That could... was that was my favorite quote from my friend. Actually, I'm not going to get into it though. Um, you want a new pizza because I ate mine already. Jesus, I can. I don't like pizzas, but people I know barely get through half a pizza in one sitting. So. What? You, you know? No, to be you, fair, yeah, you, you had, had half like a pizza. an eighth of two pieces of chicken, so <laughs> okay, you can't say true. You had half a pizza last time we went out for pizza. Yeah, because it was yeah. a 16-inch pizza, and I had over half of it. And it wasn't anything like compared to Alfie's little breakfast baby's first pizza. <laughs> I mean, I only have that so I could have more shit when I got home. Yeah, yeah. I figured that would be the case. <laughs> anyway, let's not judge. <laughs> Our pizza eating. Um, keeping the pizza oh. problem, and I will stand by that fact. I've eaten a 22 inch pizza like in one sitting, mate. That's insane. I've got someone who, if I go to America, they're going to buy me a massive pizza. I can't remember. I think it was like bigger than we have here. In I need to go to America oh, just all for of that them. and then leave immediately. I'm going to say their proportions are just bigger in general. I know McDonald's portions in America are bigger mm -hmm. than ours. If I'm, not wrong, if I'm not wrong, a small McFlurry in America is are normal. Hmm. Roughly. That's pretty good. Though. Yeah. Um, also, bigger drink sizes are quite common. Yeah. Uh, they're, 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 I think their small is are normal. Um, so their normal would be our large. And their large is just... <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, they also have so many more options than that, but... I don't give two. Uh, yeah, they give me two tens, uh, ten piece chicken nuggets for free. The fuck? Oh, when you got two Big Macs. Okay, I was gonna say, did you just give them to you for free? Uh, that's quite nice. That's quite nice. Decent. I know in America the biggest. I don't know what it is in here, but the biggest McNugget order you can get is forty, but it's ten. It's a uh, ten. It's uh four ten packs if I'm not wrong. I don't know if that varies between each McDonald's. Um, or what they have there and then, but I think the biggest order you can get at McDonald's is 40 in one order. Or like one, like, you know, one item. I don't know what it is in here. I want to say it's 20, I don't think we're going to get it in more than 20. 
don't know. Uh, because if we can, uh, if we can use dark matter and produce it consistently, if we can find dark matter, um... <laughs> we know we know there's a lot of dark matter. <laughs> we just don't know that much about it and yeah. how to harness it. If we can harness dark matter, that'd be a hell of a oh, yeah. But also, if we can get fusion, fusion's pretty good. Fusion would be the better one because that doesn't have many bad byproducts. If I'm it's just a hell it of a lot of energy has, to get to it. It still has bad byproducts. It's just not as many. Um, it's not as lot, bad as fucking safer than other nuclear methods. What's the other one? It's fusion and fission. Yep. Which one do we use? Is fusion the really hard one? Or is that fission? I genuinely can't remember. <laughs> to find half, they're both quite hard. Okay, so I know there's one we can't do any like we can't currently like use as a as a as an energy source because it takes so much to get to. The... We, we can't currently use fusion. Okay. We use fission. That's fission it. is breaking down particles. Fusion is, is the opposite. Remember that glass we got a teacher that time? <laughs> yep. Still proud of it. Um, so, you can produce dark matter. Uh, it already has been done. Wasn't yeah. that in no. the. Was that done by the Hydron Collider? Hydron Collider. Oh, I haven't I haven't looked into science for God knows how long. Oh Actually, talking about science, I'm going to go more depressing now. Did you? Oh, great. I'm re it really did genuinely. Oh, I know what Yeah, it yeah. genuinely did shock me today to hear about um, Grant Imahara. Yes. That genuinely that shocked me. Um, I loved. Mythbusters really did open my eyes up as a kid that you know you can have a dream job. And have a lot of fun. Um, it opened that aspect to me. It also opened up the aspect of how much fun science and engineering is. Um, and thanks to Adam Savage model making, I fucking love his testy content. But no, it was just really sad. It was it was such a surprise as well. Like he seemed mm. like a, a, he was a really nice human being, but just how something like that can just happen. Um, I don't know if you guys knew, but it was a brain. Uh, not hemorrhage, I genuinely can't remember now. can't remember the word, give me a second. But it was something to do with his brain. Yeah, normally goes pretty badly. But yeah, no, he was he was a great man and uh, he was unfortunate. But yeah, no, he's a... Uh, he's... That's that bit done. We were always... I hope he rests in peace, honestly. He... It's... It's... I'm kind of upset where Mythbusters went with the Child series. I personally would have just liked. I know, obviously, you have to end a series where it's best could be, but I would have loved to seen like an offshoot of Mythbusters go off. So, mm. um, you know the lat the lat Latin words you're trying to say. You love science. I learnt Latin, but I got a U in my Latin test. Which stands for unbelievably good. Yes. Yeah. No, it stands for unmarked. I'm almost certain my teacher looked at it and went, you didn't do it, and then just didn't bother. Oh, um, streamlined. Um, oh, yeah, Ooh, I had yeah. Oh, yeah. Interesting. No, my bitrate just went down. I do apologize. It should be back up. Um, What's funny about the planet I find when I went to New Mexico telescopes? Uh, uh, okay. Interesting. All right, get us there then, you clever. Bit. <laughs> um, That'll be great when we can go between. Oh, that was planets, it. Uh, he, like yeah, he, planets. 
He suffered a, a ra he suffered a random brain aneurysm. Mm. Um. Yeah, I love science. I mean, science is great. Have the technology to go between exoplanets, Phelan. <laughs> well, that'd be actually something that cool. Let's see if we can a cool amount of time. You know. What? what? Ah, this is going to be. This is going to be a fun topic, and I'm probably going to. You guys are going to. Or in numerous pieces that are then reassembled. You know, I you guys are going to hate me. What do you think is going to come first? Us reaching the speed of light, or hmm. somehow using wormholes? Okay, define like us reaching the speed of light, like like the human humans. transport humans, speed yeah. of light. Okay, human transport. Um... And by speed of light, do you mean like exactly or like like just below? Oh, sorry. I do want to just answer Carl's question. You use numbers for grades. We do now, um, and the majority of the country does. Uh, a U would... I don't think U would be a number. <laughs> it would just be a U if you got a U in the mark. Because it is unmarked. But, yeah, you, you just means unmarked. Yeah, ungraded. So, so yeah. U, U, means that, U means it was so bad they didn't bother, basically. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, the lowest you, uh, I can't actually remember how the UK does it. It's one is the worst, nine is the best, and they try and look for a four to five these days. Um, um something like that. Yeah. Mm. So you think? Yeah, it's still, it's still oh wait, you if get we we've got two options by the way. Corporal says we're going to get wormholes first, and Carl says speed of light. Ooh. I definitely think speed of light is what I would vote for because it's more attainable to do on Earth. It's. The thing is, the speed of light would be so much and cool. That's where it's about creation, but that's also, yeah. cool. also complicated. But like the thing is, if we can, I think the well, hardest thing, maintaining. the hardest thing about a wormhole is we could probably make one. God knows how long in the distance we could probably make one. It's just would be able to make one where it, it's not just random. It just doesn't take you to a random point of space. Like, are we actually able to direct it somewhere? Because. That would be the ultimate way of traveling because it would cut down oh goodness how long but it would cut down you know the need to travel for hundreds of years in one direction hoping you'll get somewhere um but again like wormhole. i remember back in the day there was a theory that there was a wormhole next near saturn because of some weird gravitational waves and um light being displaced i don't know what that proved to be i think it was just an anomaly but an enemy. Wow. Um, wormholes are a lot of mass, but it's just a cool theory. Or well, it's just that's the thing. Most stuff in space is a theory. Wormholes don't might not well, exist. For we know. There's a lot of stuff in advanced physics that is we know of them, but then we have theoretical physics to try and guess and poke at how they might work. Like black holes are a bloody theory. We got good evidence of what they are, what they do, and you know how they're formed. But they're just theories. Um, we we can't def we can't say this is definitely a hundred percent what it is because we don't have a definite one hundred percent evidence of what it is. Um, and again, it's very hard to study something that you can't actually see. There's one in the okay. cabinet over there. Looks like. Um. It's, yeah, no, space is very interesting. I don't think we're going to... It's it's unfortunate, but I don't think we're going to get too far outside our solar system anytime soon, um, when it, especially when it comes to space. Uh, human travel, let alone just travel in general. Like, Not at current rate. No. Like, the, what's it, the Voyager 1? No, the Voyager 2 made it further, if I'm not wrong. Um, or oh, it was aimed to make it further. But that yeah. only The Voyager 1 only, in the last decade, only recently got out of our solar system. 
Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Um, into middle space, as I like to call it. Middle so, space. Uh, like that's the space. point. You can't. Uh, you cannot reach. Uh, you cannot reach. Wait, what? Let me read all of that. Uh, you. <laughs> God, here we go. It's it's. Wormholes could... would be interesting to see. Black holes, I don't think we're ever going to get close enough to one, and if we do, you know, the theories suggest that anything that gets near to it is going to be well, neutralized. I don't actually know the terminalized, but I'm going to use neutralized. No, neutralized turned okay. into a noodle. Um, but like, if we ever got near one, it would just be instantly destroyed. We wouldn't really be able to get that research. So you know, it's it's still going to be theories until we somehow some have some sort of phantom um or photon or photon um trying to think of the other physics begins with p the other physics what, yeah what's it called what's it called i genuinely can't remember Pen on, um, any idea what he's on about in chat um so but no, yeah, I love space. I love looking into travel space. <laughs> I'll think of it in a minute. But I love space. I love traveling space. It's, 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 it's. I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I'm not that scared of space. No, no, I'm absolutely terrified of the ocean. But I suppose that's because the deeper you go into the ocean, or depend on the ocean, you can't see shit. While in space, you can see as far as you like, as long as there's nothing in as your far way. As um, is that how it works? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, there's sure. nothing in your way unless a planet gets in the way. Um, space, there's nothing <laughs> in your way. That's why there's less crashes in space. That's its new slogan. But I think That's I don't the think opening to Star Trek. What do you want about? Film? I don't think people understand how big space is and the fact that it's expanding <laughs> and that it's probably going to end very soon. Are you? I, uh, I'm still. I'm just. Saying? I'm just saying stuff when I try and think of this other word. Additionally, uh, okay. Well, whilst you're thinking, I'm gonna put this. I'll put it in the general in Discord so everyone can see. Because apparently, this is actually like becoming a thing. Like I've seen oh, a couple no. of isolated examples. What is this goddamn cake thing? Oh yeah. Okay. So I don't understand this because this is right. recent. So let me explain. Because I'm. I'm. I'm the Twitter law guy here. Right. Okay. Um, basically, you do you know cakes that are designed to look like not cakes? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Videos that have gone around many times. Oh, yeah, um, for years. The things that look, you know, normally they construct out of fondant. Well, another one of those videos went viral, um, and it was more complicated objects this time, because actually in a lot of cases they basically made a cake and then, like, put the object that it was meant to be, like, as a shell around it, which I consider cheating, frankly. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But some of them were still like purely fondant based or whatever. Hmm. Um, anyway, um, that basically went viral and Twitter really promoted it for some reason. Um, I don't think people are quite sure why, but it really went viral, which led to Twitter deciding to make fun of it with the basic the meme that no one can understand what is and isn't cake, um, and that we could all be cake. Hmm. And then, like, more videos of cake-related objects went viral, and, like, people were, like, cutting open what looked to be humans, but it wasn't humans, they were cake. Um, and then <sighs> just loads of edits of people taking slices of cake out of themselves. 
also went viral and taking things out of objects and like oh my god guys just turned around from uh or just came out of the bathroom after looking in the mirror and discovering that i was in fact a cake and and just shit like this it's been pretty uh, Shitty. pretty chaotic shall we say i hate it mm. um i'm just interested by the way i finally figured out after some searching what i meant quantum physics there we go um it took me way too long to figure out what that fucking word Didn't was. Did you say it was a P? Or a yes, P? I thought it was a P, but I was thinking of the word physics. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, quantum mechanics, quantum physics. Is, that's interesting. Um, uh, now everybody's in chat talking about numbers. So there's many, there's many theories of what's going to happen when the galaxy expands to its limit. It could be the big freeze, the big burn, the big squeeze. Uh, the big expanse. The big silly bang. Um, yeah, the big silly bang. Uh, there's, big silly bang. There's so many theories of what could happen. It's, it's again, theories. We don't know for for sure, for definite. But they're, they're, they have they're, some of these theories have ground into them. So, you know, we'll never find out as humans. Yeah. Well, most likely we won't find out unless you know, we, we somehow reach another point in science discoveries where it's like, Oh, there we go. So, uh, one Google year is 10... 100. Yeah. They're having fun. They're talking about the Google. I know a lot about the numbers because I spoke right. too much about yeah, No Man's Sky in 18 quin... I think we'd use the yeah. number there rather than the to the power of symbol, but then again, yeah. symbols on the internet are... An awkward yeah. thing to try and use anything that's not on your keyboard, including like letters with accents, if your keyboard doesn't have <laughs> Fair enough, uh, I can see the, the cause here. Um, but yeah, no, I do apologise. Did you say anything, Phelan, about what you'd like to see, like, like one last, like what one thing you really want to see or like be real mm. in the future? Um, I don't know, yeah, I mean, I guess my thing would be travel to other habitable planets uh within like you know a good amount of time we yeah have, like sort of galactic empire thing going on i, I truly believe we'll get to mars at some point soon yeah mars, mars is cool but it's mostly venus i'm seeing chat and that's all venus would be fun um personally my thing i can't genuinely wait for in the next 10 years is cyberpunk finally coming out after it's been <laughs> delayed for nine years. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be a great, great, great discovery. Um, then I remember how long TF2 was in development for. That's true. I'm not saying that that's not a good game, but... And yeah. Dead, Dead Island 2. And the countless other games that are in development hell. Mm. Um, That'll be the next podcast for you all. There you go. Uh, we've already been to Mars. It doesn't take four years to get there. It takes six months. Um... Yep. Well, I think it depends on where it is in the orbit. I oh, know yeah, the closest is six months, six isn't months. it? I don't know what the upper limit is, though. I wouldn't have said it's four years. Ah, I, 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 I honestly don't it. know. All I know is I know it can take from six months. I imagine it would go up. <laughs> Summerpunk <Summer, laughs> releases the year it's based in, so it's outdated. Yeah, and That's just a real-life simulator at that point. Basically, um, they just got everything exactly perfect. Yeah, I feel like that's it. Why they keep delaying it? Closest is six months, four is four years. I feel like that's worst yeah. case scenario though. Like if you got the orbit horrifically wrong. Well, yeah, that's why it's 
What? Wait, that. I'm what gonna... are you? What? No, so yeah. like. Yeah. What chance? <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Right there. But ideally we'd be aiming to launch for that six month period. Yeah. Just Which be... happens... Even then, that's going to be a difficult like, to maintain human bodies for that long in that sort of environment. What if they're cake, though? What if, what if they are about cake? Goddamn cake? I don't... I... <laughs> We yeah, get to Mars and find out it's a cake. It's become a thing, and I'm angry that it has. It's pretty good. Fucking yeah. Mars is actually a cake. That and the it always has been meme has been like making a comeback, and it's, yeah, it that always was has never been a good pain. one. But now it's just in video form. Are we going to get video been... Doge next? Basically, made a comeback. Um, that'll be dope. Alongside cake I on Twitter. Cake, yeah, Along I, with the, um, I don't know sun why. memes, yeah, they've been coming back. Ugh. Oh, why is this someone have been me. slightly intro? Like, I don't know. Like, the, it's weird because the cake thing is great, but it just doesn't. I guess it's just because it confuses me more than anything. Okay, so this I mean, is... yeah, it's pretty weird. Hmm. This is really annoying me, but I mean, they have corporal, but it, it's still you need to keep human. Uh, you need to keep them like exercising well. On top of the different dietary things, you need to keep them active. So, this article I've found hasn't really helped, um, but it's telling me the fastest ship we've taken, not the fastest ship we've ever made, um, at its closest <laughs> approach would take 39 days to Mars, and its furthest approach, or the furthest it's away it is, would be 289 days. I'd be interested There's to know no how they classify. Any of that. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's like, like wait, what did they classify as the fastest? So the I mean, fastest space cars, Voyager One would probably be the fastest. Um, so that would probably get you there in less than thirty nine days. According to them, the and fastest also stopping would be an issue. The fastest yeah. spacecraft launched from Earth uh, was NASA's New Horizon mission, which visited Pluto in twenty fifteen. Yes, Voyager um, Two. Uh, the probe left uh, Earth at thirty six thousand miles per hour. I think I might be. Getting Voyager one and two confused back and forth for I'm pretty so sure. I, when I, I don't say know if Voyager, this is true. I mean either one of them. I'm pretty sure. Voy I could be wrong. I'm just going to do my research quickly. Um, I I really don't know if this is true. I will find out quickly. Um, you guys carry on talking while I do this research. <laughs> Jaffa cakes, cake, or biscuit. Yeah. That was it. One. Voyager two was launched before Voyager yeah. one, which doesn't. Help with uh, making anything less confusing. Wait, Voyager two was launched before Voyager one. Voyager two was launched twentieth uh, of August nineteen seventy seven, and the Voyager one was launched second of September nineteen seventy seven. Fifth of September, same year. Oh, okay, so fairly. So, yeah, yeah, it's close, it but close it's together. but still, it, it doesn't help so with done. you know their numbers like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. One of them's the cool one. The other one's like I'm pretty sure the Voyager one's the one with the disc okay. On so it. Voyager one is the one that's out of the solar system. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah, it's very it's confusing stupid. and annoying. <laughs> it's just God. Why did we fucking build two satellites? Just build better rockets that don't blow up all the goddamn time. Honestly. Wait, did they, they build two? Because they think one of them. Or they knew one of them. Or... 
They they did well, yeah, it just they, as a backup. That's why they always built like you had Viking One, Viking Two. Um, I'm trying to think of other probes and missions at the time. Six yeah, because after. rockets were so prone to failure at the time, they generally built two satellites or like. And if they both go, if one goes well, they just launch the other one then. Yeah. Okay. I think a couple of times they did lose both of them, which also just yeah. says how far we've come in a in space flight. I want to now... know though. I'm not doing too much research into it, but I just want to know why did they launch Voyager two first? Probably just weather. Like, they probably planned it for a, a later launch. Uh, and then, like, weather or some other malfunction just delayed it. Been, Voyager 2's been in space for 41 years. Jeez. Mm. Uh, travels 219 million miles every year. Um, and it's 11 billion miles from the sun. Oops, sorry, I've just seen chat. You mean the gravity? The gravity of what? Um, Voyager 2 is faster, it's the fastest it was sped I, up, I... oh, by the orbit of Jupiter, yeah, and no, I'm pretty sure by the orbit of, uh, Pluto, potentially? No, by the orbit of Jupiter would be about right, if you want to get that far out, you'd slingshot around. Yeah, well, they do, they, it's, they do <laughs> slingshot surprisingly a lot, they use the moon for slingshotting. Oh, yeah. Um, it, it facts Voyager 2 has visited four planets, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, and Neptune. Visited? Yep. <laughs> it just went in, said hi, and left. Yes, yeah, sorry, I wasn't sure if I said anything to, like, suggest differently. That's sorry, I'm up. Yeah. I would say a majority of the spacecrafts they send out into outer space are sped up by, um... <laughs> yes, the vast majority of them, but don't, that leave our orbit. Uh, real comms failing. The Voyager 2 is a great, both of them are great parts of technology, probably yeah. never be found ever, but, you know. What else have we sent out there, just into the distance? Quite a lot of shit. Yeah. I love how we've only got one other picture of landing on, I was going to say a planet, but it's technically a moon, which was Titan, and that's the only other planet we've uh, the only other surface we've landed on and taken a picture of even though it lasted Didn't like an hour pictures of venus what am i i i mean furthest away oh sorry right yeah titan being the furthest away venus yes we've got pictures of venus again that only lasted a few minutes maybe up to an hour yeah. because it just <laughs> just got destroyed to the one where the lens cap stayed on i think that, that was, was one the, of the first venus missions. that was two venus missions happened on two, of them? two or three missions yeah oh. uh, it was russian Russian lander. Right, let me mm, find this. Yeah. Um, and I'm pretty sure it happened twice. Geohot. Uh, because the first time, I think it was the same ship they literally just sent up. Like, it's it's fucking beautiful. Um, but yeah, no, it's beautiful seeing these pictures. It's astonishing. Uh. Mm. Try and find these. And yet people think that, you know, all of this is fake. Space doesn't exist, we live on a Velociraptor. <laughs> you say that, that's probably someone's theory. It's a very out-of-nowhere reference. Mm. Uh, they did send a probe into Jupiter, but then they lost signal because the probe got crushed. Yep, that sounds about right. I'm, so, I'm trying to think if there are any planets we specifically, in our solar system, we haven't sent, or at least attempted to send. Okay, so to. wait, there, wait, wait, wait. Um, I don't imagine there would be. It's weird to think how long. True, uh, yeah. which we still don't have too much evidence on, but it would be cool if it was real. Um, it's definitely real, bro. It's the size of two suns. 
Oh, if it's real, it orbits the sun every 10,000 years or something like that. Well, it's, it, the so. thing is, it's really hard to get a read of because it's hiding behind Uranus. <laughs> Fuck's sake. Uh, um, there was something about Mercury and probes. Gonna... Yeah, I can't remember what the goddamn connection was. Oh. But yeah, no, something about that, that Venus mission. Um... The data they got about the soil was literally just from the lens cap because it was right under the uh, the uh, the pool that measured how um, how like dense the material would be. No, this is an interesting one. I just need to. Oh, oh my! Interesting. God. I've not heard of this mission before. I'm sure people in chat have. I don't know how I haven't. Pioneer Eleven is um apparently the second so the ones but second of five artificial objects to achieve escape velocity to leave the solar system. So that's can we just say uh, by the way? I didn't realize there were five. Can we just say by the way that the best mission to ever go to Mars was Britain's, um, which never to be failed because the uh, solar panels didn't deploy properly, and was only found not too recently by an American mm. um. Bishop. Uh, so if you could count, wait, what? So if I would uh, count makes a chess move, would count counted me? Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I know what you're saying because I've yeah. heard it before, but ooh, okay. Charles might struggle with it. Yeah. No, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm just out of it today. Uh. Basically, if you take a chessboard, right, but only make it, uh, you know, nine square, so it's a three by three, right? <laughs> and then, and then you put a knight in the bottom left corner. Solving that problem is the same as solving advanced science problems and figuring out how many atoms there are in the universe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Don't. Okay. Don't confuse him even more. Um, so yeah, no. Reading We're into already going to be here all you know, re re Reading into this, um, it was uh, two Russian spacecraft. That, uh, well, um, Venera thirteen and fourteen, which both landed on um, Venus. Hmm. Venera thirteen landed and survived one hundred twenty-seven minutes, and fourteen only like landed. Uh, only lasted fifty-seven. That's still longer than I thought to be fair. I thought both of them lasted like less than half an hour. So 14 had a misfortune uh, of the ejection of the cam uh, len camera lens cap directly under mm. the surface compressibility tester arm. Um, doesn't say anything about 13 then, so maybe it was just the one. Though, they had 16 tests in total. The first two failed on launch. Um, and 3 to 6 apparently all weighed up to a tonne. So, Russia? That'd certainly be, yeah, an idea, Carl. I was going to say something. I was going to say how it would be better with more views, but then again, that's true of like pretty much anything you could do for the hour stream, so it's not really a relevant point. <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. We've got a lot of ideas for this, and I've still got work to figure out. So. Community Connect 4 games. Yeah. I think that'd be good. Anyway. I think it's coming up to 
Jesus Christ, it's been two hours. I think we should call it a day there for this week. Two we, hours, one minute and 55 seconds. We definitely, um, we definitely went off topic at the start, but we mm -hmm. came back on and we, I think we had some good conversations about politics, um, the future, cars, planes, all sorts. And it was quite a fun, you know, entertaining podcast. Do you guys want to promote anything, shout anything out or anything like that? Uh, no, nothing in particular. Just keep safe. Everyone's good. Where you are. Oh, fuck. I found the goddamn char I was looking for. Let me see if I can get oh, it. Ah, it's too late. Bastard. Uh, I'll put it in chat for those of you who want it. Fuck there planes. is like Pedro a really high-res version. So <laughs> let me see if I can find that. Ah, whatever. I'll tell you what. I'll just provide you guys the link and then you can find it. Cause we're coming up to the end. Yeah. Right. Thanks for that. And, yeah, would you like to promote anything? No, Twitch.tv. Yeah, Agent Oh, okay. Um, no, thank you two so much for today. Um, and thank you all so much for walk it, walking. Wow. Thank you all so much for watching. Let's keep this dream going. And again, thank you so much for making this true. Uh, hopefully one day, let's see where we can get this channel and um, maybe overtake Shroud. That, that's my achievement. Um, as always, have a good day, night, morning, evening, and morning. Yes. And milk morning. And yeah. we'll see you on the next stream. Have a milky morning. <laughs> Have a milky. <laughs> wow.